welcome to Stays Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those who need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stays Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at StaysCrunchyandMilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, at the website, stayscrunchyandmilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy, and over on Twitch, where we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099, The Real ODP, and I'm your host, the Internet's Tayrail713. Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, Stays Crunchy, This is what happens when, when, yeah, this is what happens when you put that knucklehead in charge. Them four years, them four years of him him being in charge pulled us back as a nation like twenty years, twenty five years, thirty years. It was insane. It's just like, bruh, you can't let people like him and then get have him just like, I'm gonna put these judges in place and people who never had this job before, we'll let them do it. I'm like, nah, bruh, please don't. <laughs> uh, where is my damn lyrics at? <laughs> <coughs> You will now consider me the apocalyptic one. After this rhyme, henceforth, there is none. No more will exist when I emerge from the mist in which I was born into, scorned. Most of you can't even comprehend what I am saying to you, even in my human form the message I'm relaying. Why do you choose to mimic these whack MCs? Why do you choose to listen to R&B? Why do you choose to believe that something is, a, is fat just because it's played on the radio 20 times a day? My perception of poetical injection is ejaculation. The immaculate conception, the hall walker, who stalks bodies in Central Park. Soon emergency services are outlined that body in chalk. Then I begin to walk away and spit. Then when I walk away, I talk shit. Huh. A driver sprayed my face with mace. She didn't know that I enjoyed the taste of radioactive waste. When I'm in the backseat of your midtown taxi, don't even ask me for the cash G. The four cabs didn't pick me up. Now ask yourself who's going to fucking stick me up. That is uh, the Feral Monsters verse from Stress off of uh, Organized Confusion's second album. The, re- the remix of that song is some- one of the things that made me fall in love with the box because they played a remix all the time on the box back in the day. But uh, hello and welcome to it. The, the box was incredible. Stay I discovered it in, in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, so we'll go. I got. Of course, I had it in Georgia, but we'll go from there. Uh, it's episode uh, four nineteen, and we can only hope we'll win the Scotiabank Giller Prize one day. I'm joined by my best friend, just Tatum two one six. Hello, Slushbox two zero nine nine. Rest in peace to Maximilian, the family dog. I didn't know you had a family dog. Uh, there's like four dogs over there. Well, huh. three, three, three as of this afternoon. Well, R.I.P. Maximilian. How old was Maximilian? Um, thirteen or fourteen. Okay. He they got him. They found him as a puppy, like around the time my brother, my youngest brother, was born. My youngest brother's a freshman in high school. So okay. how old that is? Like thirteen. Fourteen. My 14. 14. 14. 
Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my kids, uh, my kids are freshmen in high school, and, and it's fourteen. So. Yeah, my stepdad called me this morning, well, this afternoon, and told me that um, he his back legs weren't working, and his bowels were uh, kind of went the way of non controlled. And um, they thought he might have had a stroke, so they had him put down this afternoon. So he's no longer with us. Oh man, what that that just stinks absolutely. Well, R.I.P. to Maximilian. This year has not been a good for year for me and things that are alive, things <laughs> and people. I've lost two cats, a dog, and both my grandmothers now. I don't like how you worded it at all, but I hear you. I hear you, and I respect you. And it um, has been. I, my step great grandmother has was in the hospital the other day. Um, they thought she might have been dying. It's just not been good, not been a good year for, yeah. for that aspect of my life. Yeah, yeah. In that in that region, it's it's, it's been a little too much, uh, too many people going on home or or pets crossing the rainbow bridge and so forth. So yeah, that fucking blows. Oh goodness gracious! Well, there you go, people. We uh, start off on a downer. I don't know what to do with that. Uh, so I'm just going. Let's just let it be known if if Max was still around and he was still in his his, his youthful age, he would have went to a glory hole. The dog. Un, uh, the dog. Un, unlike the fourth member of our show who, who refuses vehemently, the dog would have done it. I mean, are you going to go to a glory hole? I have to be presented with one first. I told you where one was in your neighborhood. And, and then I gotta find enough dick to even get through the hole. <laughs> well, say that, say that up front, because <laughs> it's 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 a a glory hole at the big lots around the corner from your house. I know where that is. Oh uh, yeah, I know. I know where that is too. Huh? I, 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 maybe I, I, I need to check out these closeout prices. <laughs> I, I I just don't know what's on the other side of that hole, and I get and then it just seems. Uh, I'm thinking the manager, that's the beauty wh- of it. whoever the manager is at Big Lots that day. <laughs> well, uh, as you can hear, we are. I don't know if you can hear. Maybe maybe the sound maybe the sound quality is just so pristine that you don't understand that we are doing this remotely, which means we abide by the rules of remote recording. And that is a couple of news stories. It means we, we shoot, can do whatever the fuck we want, but yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, we shoot the, we shoot the shit, and uh, then we do some amateur assholes, and we walk on out this motherfucker. The cool guys, look, you know, not looking back at the explosion. Uh, so I got a couple of stories. I only pulled a couple of stories today. I was just like, the news is just, yeah. <laughs> it's in a state. So uh, this one, I thought, uh, anytime we, well, one, this counts as our little local story, plus, it's a, you know, it's a weed story. Those are always fun. So, plus, it can, it'll keep you up to date on what, what the weed transactions going on in the great state of Ohio. This is from the good people over of uh, uh, Scene, Cleveland Scene, and Geraldine Jordan is who posted this uh, Monday of this week. A new Republican-led bill could be the middle-of-the-road solution to legalizing and taxing marijuana. I remember we, we read about this a couple weeks back that they were uh, trying to figure some shit out. The problem is uh, both the, uh, I think the president of the Senate and the governor is not real keen on legalizing treaties. So that's what, that, that is what really is going to hold this back. Just when we thought full-blown marijuana legalization remained a distant reality, 
a Republican-led congressional marijuana legalization bill comes along that could end the federal in the federal prohibition on weed. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> marijuana Moment obtained the 116-page draft legislation. Which, being, which is being led by Representative Nancy Mace, Republican of South Carolina, and aims to give 68% of Americans what they want. Legal weed. With, of course, some limitations. Oh, this is on the federal level, which I should have realized when I just read that a little bit ago. This is not in the great state of Ohio. It just happens to be coming from Cleve Singh, which is a local paper. The measure, titled the States Reform Act, is still in preliminary phase, but a final version could be filed as soon as the end of November. Described by medical, excuse me, by marijuana moment as a compromise between simple descheduling, as proposed by other GOP lawmakers, and wide-ranging comprehensive legislation that Democratic leaders are ch championing, the measure would federally decriminalize marijuana while also creating a regulatory structure that would not step on the toes of the state markets where weed is already legal, including Michigan, meaning new rules would not necessarily apply to those states. The draft legislation proposes federally descheduling marijuana and treating it like booze and placing a 3.75 excise tax on weed sales with revenue going toward community reentry grant programs, law enforcement and aid for businesses that obtain a weed license under the new bill. Interstate marijuana commerce would be regulated by the Treasury Department's Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau and the Food and Drug Administration would be prevented from banning the use of cannabis in non-drug applications but could prescribe serving sizes, certified designated cannabis products, and approve regulate pharmaceuticals derived from marijuana when it comes to medical weed. The U.S. Department of Agriculture would regulate raw cannabis as an agricultural commodity. Okay, but what about the people? Well, the measure would also make it so those with certain nonviolent federal cannabis convictions eligible for expungements and a mandatory age limit of 21 would be enforced for recreational cannabis sales. Veterans who consume marijuana would be exempt from discrimination when it comes to seeking federal work, and the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs would be allowed to issue recommendations for medical weed. However, veterans aside, federal agencies would still be able to drug test for marijuana under the measure. It should be noted that much of what is featured in the draft legislation could and likely will change as it approaches finalization. And of course, there's the hurdle that is President Joe Biden, who has been slow to embrace the legislation's movement, yet has been vocal about his belief that marijuana should be decriminalized, meaning people shouldn't be jailed for possession, but sales should remain illegal. In 2019, Biden said he still considered marijuana a gateway drug. It's not. Earlier this year, his administration sacked at least five White House staffers because of the, their previous marijuana use. Mm. However, Biden supports the state's rights to legalize weed and has given his support for the legalization of medical marijuana. Biden is also down for expunging rec records of cannabis for cannabis crimes. Although the president cannot deschedule cannabis unilaterally via an executive order, the Congressional Research Service says he has the power to order executive agencies to consider either altering their schedule of marijuana or changing their enforcement approach. A report published by CRS last week outlined several ways the, that Biden could bypass lawmakers to take steps toward legalizing marijuana. And though his pardon powers could grant mass clemency to those who face federal, federal marijuana offenses. 
This new report affirms what advocates have long called for when it comes to taking decisive, consequential actions to end the senseless and cruel policy of marijuana criminalization normal, political director Justin Streckel told Marijuana Moment. Should the Biden administration (laughs) wish to be in line with the political, economic, and moral realities surrounding cannabis policy, it should take action with haste. Marijuana Moment is a great uh, great news site's uh, name. I like it. MarijuanaMoment.net if you want to get into it and, and check that out. So, uh, word. That's at the federal level. That's not even in the great state of Ohio. So, as we as we move toward... Uh, y'all ever seen a movie? Y'all ever seen a movie Hardware? Hmm. No. Tell me more. <clears throat> Hardware uh, was a sci-fi movie... Shit, maybe from 1990. I'm guessing 1990. I'm going to look up hardware right now. Hardware, and I'm going to type film afterwards and hope I don't pick up some other cinema classic hardware. That movie was a, took place in a in a, in that, this that particular movie took place in a futuristic uh, L.A. where literal acid rain fell, so you couldn't go outside because it was acid rain falling, you know. And uh, acid rain. We came in. We came in just like, you know, like a pack like cigarettes. And indeed, it did come out in 1990. Holy shit. 1990 British science fiction horror film starring Dylan, Dylan McDermott and oh. Stacey Travis. The film. A British movie? It, it, I, it took place in L.A. So, I mean, if it was a British movie, it, you, they didn't make it a big deal. Uh, it was written by Richard Stanley. He featured his directorial degree. Also features cameos from Carl McCoy, Iggy Pop and Lemmy. Since its release, it has become a cult film. The film is about a self-repairing robot that goes on a rampage in a a post-apocalyptic slum. Fleetway Comics successfully sued the filmmakers over the screenplay because it plagiarized a short story entitled Shock that appeared in 1980 in Judge Dredd Annual 1981, a spinoff publication of the popular British weekly anthology comic 2000 AD. Check that out. Anyway. The lady smoked a lot of weed and hardware because it was legal at that point in this in this future that this movie presented. And uh, I thought that was neat. And I think the idea of, of, of federally legalized weed and when it's like all the way legal, weed is, weed is going to be like a real fun time, I think. You know, you, just, you go to your local uh, get go <laughs> and that guy, give me a give me a pack of that there uh, Indica Dream and have a good day. <laughs> Just saying, it's a good time. Although I don't smoke weed at this point, so I mean, <laughs> I don't even know if I could smoke again. I don't ever want to fuck my lungs up like that, you know. <laughs> and I and I used to be a chief champ, you know what I'm saying? But nah, man, I'm old now. <laughs> Sitting there just ah, ah, hacking up a lung and shit. No, thank you. No, thank you, sir. I'm an elixirs man. I've, I've told y'all that before. <laughs> They're a much more saner product to me because 20 minutes after you take them, you will 20 minutes, like almost to the, to the T you're like 20 minutes later, we are flying. <laughs> and I like the, I like the exactness of that because, because it's so precise. And like, that's I, I said, you could when, when I was a smoker, you could smoke as like all of a sudden, you know, you, you get to a point where what, that, that was described to me. And I always refer to as the head crack. You'd be like, Oh, there it is. I am high. Let's put, let's go ahead and tap this out and or pass it to the to the left hand side and uh, and, and say no thank you to any more. 
But again, one, it's a pandemic. I can't even imagine sharing some weed with somebody. Just passing the fucking on the left hand side. No, I cannot. But also, like I said, I couldn't. I'm just choking my whole my full head out. No, thank you. I'm good. So that is that. Uh, this is uh, from uh, BBC World News because, like I said, when news when I can't find news anywhere, I end up just going to the, the World News because they have stories that have to do with uh, things, and it's just much easier to find there. This story, oddly enough, is about Texas, but I got it from BBC World News because nobody else is talking about it. Judge says Texas school mask mandate ban violates disabled students' rights. A U.S. judge has overturned a Texas ban on mask mandates in schools really get violated the rights of disabled students to learn during the pandemic. Judge Lee Yako said the ban denied disabled children who are more likely to face COVID complications and benefits of in and the benefits of in-person learning. Districts may now set their own rules. Texas AG is looking to challenge Wednesday's decision. Mass mandates for pupils have sparked similar legal rows across the U.S. Children with certain underlying conditions who contact who contact COVID-19 contract COVID-19 are more likely to experience severe acute biological effects and to require admission to a hospital in the hospital's intensive care unit. Judge Jago wrote. He said evidence presented in court showed these children are being denied the benefits of in-person learning on an equal basis as their peers without disabilities. The ruling is a culmination of months of legal wrangling between parents and the state after Governor Abbott, Greg Abbott, issued the ban in May amid a declining COVID caseload. Mr. Abbott and other Republican state officials have argued COVID measures should be a personal choice, not mandated by the government. Disability Rights Texas, the advocacy group that filed the lawsuit, said Wednesday's decision showed Texas is not above federal law. No student should be forced to make the choice of forfeiting their education or risking their health. And now they won't have to, DRT attorney Kim Davis Rogers said in a statement. In a tweet late on Wednesday, AG Ken Paxson said he strongly disagreed with the decision and was considering all legal avenues to challenge it. TRT filed the suit in August on behalf of 14 students with disabilities, arguing that the enforcement the of the law discriminated against them and violated the 1990 AD, uh, ADA, Americans with Disability Act. Students with disabilities need in-person schooling more than other student groups, but they must be able to receive instruction and serve safe services safely, their complaint noted. Dale Carpenter, a law professor at Southern Methodist University in Dallas, said DRT chose an effective route to overturn the ban because the plaintiffs in this case are the most sympathetic plaintiffs one could imagine. He added that filing a federal suit also helped. Federal law is supreme to state law, and the federal courts are eager to enforce notions of federal supremacy where state courts have difficulty, a difficult time deciding whether a governor has adequate power, he said. But... Professor Carpenter noted that the decision could have gone either way and a different judge may well have called instead of a requirement that disabled students only attend virtual learning. This is a blueprint for action that could occur anywhere there is an anti-mask lawsuit in place, he told the BBC. Every school district in the country has students with disabilities who are placed at a heightened risk of complications from COVID-19. So there's nowhere in the country that wouldn't this wouldn't apply in theory. In September, the U.S. Uh, Department of Justice issued a statement on the Texas case, noting the ban kept disabled children from attending school as some parents would keep them home due to COVID-19 risk, even though the children could safely attend school if mass protocols could be put in place. 
3,300 new COVID cases were confirmed as of November 9th, according to government data, since the school year began in August. There have been a total of 211,000 confirmed positive cases in public school pupils. Some of the state's biggest school districts include Dallas, Austin, had moved forward with mask mandates in defiance of the order. Texas, the nation's second most popular state, has seen a downward trend in confirmed virus cases in recent weeks. A federal civil rights office is currently investigating similar bans in five other states. Word to the BBC. If um, you guys want to watch a good documentary about uh, the American Disability Act, there's a, a documentary uh, called Crip Camp um, on Netflix. It's, it's pretty amazing. Give me the overall of it. Okay, so it starts off talking about how... Um, these disabled um, youths um, would go to this camp. I believe it was in um, upstate New York. Don't don't quote me on that part <laughs> on uh, where it was. But they all got together and they used to go to this camp where they just felt like they were treated like people. And, like they, you know, played games. They got to hang out with, you know, other people that were like um, like them. And for a lot of these uh, kids and teenagers, it was the first time they were ever treated like people. Okay. And um, then um, a couple of the uh, the youths that went to this camp ended up getting the American Disability Act not only instated, but like, you know, they uh, staged protests, like, um, you know, what the the main lady who um you know was the narrative was about like she went to the camp she got it started you know they did it like they moved to um i think it was san francisco and um got things started there then they um you know it, it's 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 a very interesting documentary about how these group of kids who you know started going to this camp um, pretty much, um, you know, got the idea of how they they built the curse through this camp. Okay. And so we they're they're the kids who, who got the American Disability Act going. That's pretty fucking dope. <laughs> nice. All right. What's it called? It's Crip Crip Camp on Netflix. You said Crip Camp on Netflix. I know. Y'all y'all may want to give that a watch if you are are so inclined. Uh, speaking of various, uh, I guess, streaming services, uh, tomorrow is Disney Plus Day, and uh, they're going to introduce a bunch of stuff and, and, and tell you what's coming down the pike in the future and so forth. So uh, tomorrow from the time we record this, you get Shang-Chi tomorrow. Just be on Disney oh. Plus. If you, hadn't, if you hadn't seen it, you can watch tomorrow. Uh, <clears throat> you also, uh, the 13 Marvel movies that have IMAX of scenes, they're gonna put those on Disney Plus so you can w- and watch the you know the full frame IMAX of uh, you know presentations on the on Disney Plus now. Uh, what else is coming down the pike? Just a bunch of cool shit. Like I say, I fuck with I fuck with it because I, I just I, I, I Disney Plus has, has proven to be to be one of the uh, the more useful uh, streaming platforms. I've, I've gotten some real Disney Plus and 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 uh, oddly enough, Disney Plus and. Uh, Apple, Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus, have have turned out to be like these are these are the places I go to for my my entertainment. You know, 
I don't actually watch a lot of TV much anymore just because I watch a shitload of YouTube and I, I, I make shows and shit. <laughs> I'm saying I'm my, I'm my own content creator. And uh, so when uh, shit like this comes through, I'm like, all right, this is hype. I got to see when Shang-Chi actually drops on Blu-ray because, you know, I like to own these things. I'm a physical media dork. <laughs> so. yeah, um, my my go-to things are right now um, HBO Max. Like, it's stuff there, like, every single week. Not only the shows that come on HBO, but, like, um, new content. Like, today, um, the second season of Southside um, came out. And also, um, I think it was the last few episodes of <coughs> Love Life um, Season 2, which was uh, a pretty fantastic show. Right on. Oh, yeah, and Discovery Plus. Like, Discovery Plus is not only a great value, um, like, it's only like six ninety nine a month for no commercials. Now, what's fun about that, fun is a weird way for me to have word of that. Interesting about that is... Uh, HBO Max, I think, is a part of just the overall deal. Now belongs to Discovery Plus, Discovery Networks. Mm. So at some point, that's all gonna get melded together into you know one little uh, deal, like Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus are. I'm so, looking forward to that because, yeah. um, like, um, I wouldn't have to pay for uh, Discovery Plus anymore. That'd be dope. Yeah. But yeah. like, like I said, at six ninety nine, it's a hell of a value. You got cooking shows. They got, uh, you know, you know, the home of HGTV and like all the murder mystery stuff that you can shake a stick at. And then on top of that, they got like the whole 90 day fiance universe um, on there, like everything you could ever watch. Like um, they got the stuff that's on own. I know this isn't branded content. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, it just it speaks to you in a specific way. And there's nothing wrong with sharing what speaks to you on, on our fucking show. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I think um, you could find pretty. I mean, it pretty much any kind of entertainment on there. Yeah. But um, YouTube is also pretty gold because um, uh, I think I talked about it on the last episode. My son is really uh, my oldest son is really getting into Good Mythical Morning now. I mean, I know it's not really like a kid show, but anything that they say that's pretty that's a, that has adult content goes over his head. He doesn't know what they're talking about. It's been interesting to watch that particular show grow into what it has become. Because I remember watching it back in the day, and it was kind of more kid-friendly. But mm-hmm. also, at that point in time, I think I probably was watching it when they still were in the church. You know, we talked about it last week, how they had left the church. And I bet, and I, I don't doubt that uh, they might have been a little more sensitive about things like that as, uh, back in the day. But as time has gone along, they've been like, man, we grown. We have grown up. Our viewership has grown up. We might as well just, you know, every now and again, crack a crack a, you know, a weird underwear joke that some people get and some people don't. And it's just, yeah. I fuck with yeah. it. I, I think they, yes, um, you know, they probably made it um, kid friendly, but they also made it, uh, I guess I would say it's like, just for the common man. Like, who hasn't had an Oreo before? Yeah. Or doesn't have a favorite chip or... Um, you know, has a favorite Halloween candy because I feel like those were the episodes that grabbed Anthony. He was like, "We just had um, Halloween candy," and then like ranking and stuff like that. The shit blew his mind. He really liked it. Cool, cool. Yeah, that is a delight of a uh, a delightful portion of that program. 
man, a couple weeks ago, Emery, so, you know, <coughs> we're upstairs uh, playing on the computer, and um, Emery's sitting on the, on the desk, you know, Anthony's sitting in the other chair, Emery straight up sneezed directly into my eyes, <laughs> like, s- sneezed, like, uh, that shit was like a, a like Osmosis Jones, like it was just like <laughs> right in my face into my eyes, and I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Whatever word I said, it wasn't appropriate to say right in front of my uh, four year old son. He's like, "What happened?" I was like, "You happened." <laughs> so you know that's the kind of shit you you deal with as a as a um, as a parent. Shit, my my cat did that to me the other day. I was laying in bed and she was laying on my shoulder and then she looked down at my like near my my face and just went chew right all over me. And I, I said the same That's thing. I was impressive, like, motherfucker. I, or I'm I, impressed. I, that or I yelled son of a bitch. One of the two. Those are usually my go-tos. <laughs> she ate that whole che- cheese wheel. I'm impressed. I'm not even mad. <laughs> well, oh I, I wasn't impressed. I was pretty mad. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like that, all it was was rage. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, since, since I'm already talking, I might as well keep the keep the ball rolling. Well, you guys literally about to hand you the rain, so you got him right out. So I'm I'm going to talk about two things. Uh, one is a little, I guess, a, a pot called Cassidy, and since we're talking about um, revamping that show, why not? Fair enough. So the other day. Um, on our other um, Patreon podcast that you'll get a week later. Um, I don't shit. I don't even know if we talked about this on the air, but um, Nick Jew had um, recommended that I watch the new High Fidelity show. Yeah. It's not even new at this point. It's on Hulu. I know this isn't branded content, but yes, this show is on <laughs> Hulu. And um, I like. High Fidelity is, of course, um, you know, other than the people, the main character of the shows is the music. Yeah. And um, I heard a song on there, and I was like, man, I didn't know this song was that great. Uh, and what, it, song, what song is it, and what, and what, and what do they, I guess, I have to watch that damn show. It's just going to be what it is. Well, um, I don't... No, if they opened up the character, the Jack Black character is played by a black woman in this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, when she came into the shop, she played Come On Eileen. Okay. Did they oh, do that I original swear. movie? That no. song always makes me laugh. <laughs> we'll get there. No, no, no they, did, they did not. When, uh, when Jack Black, Black comes in, he plays uh, Katrina in the Waves, uh, Walking on Sunshine. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Quite, quite. Man, it's a toy, it's a toy in the background. <laughs> I just heard it. I was like, what the fuck was that? That, um, I was, okay, so it's one of the many toys that I'm going to get rid of before Christmas comes is, is I'll have to talk to my partner about it because it's not something we bought, it's something her mom bought, but it's this fucking barn. And the boys legitly... May, okay, maybe in the last three years, they played with it twice. Okay. Um, And obviously, like, the batteries are about to run out or some shit on there because it been mooing. 
<laughs> so uh, I'll I'll take care of that later. So um, I I think if I'm not mistaken, Come On Eileen came out in like 1980 or or like 1981. Okay. Not a, I mean a, a, I was born in 81. But it's not like I was like extra familiar with the song, and um, you know, my parents weren't really listening to like pop music all like that. They were listening to R and B, rapping funk, so it wasn't a song I was familiar with. But um, the way they introduced it in High Fidelity, it was like, man, let me hear this song again. So I, um, you know, I had um, some. I think I had like three dollars in Amazon cash. So I'm like, I'll buy it. Let yeah. me listen to it. And I've been listening to it and singing it ever since. It's been it's been stuck in my head. And I do remember um you know, quite a few years ago, I think uh of course we were having lunch somewhere. Uh it was it was me, you and lunch and uh y'all were talking about Come on Eileen and I was just like I had never heard that song before. Um at that point and then to hear it again with these um with more mature ears, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I don't think it's possible to listen to that song with mature ears. I mean, it's got a it's got a cool little story behind it, though. You know what I'm saying? There's a yes, whole bunch of very, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go find that. Um, to I fuck with that all day. Every now, every now throughout this episode, you gonna get that and you'll be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I love it. But, but originally, like the lyrics weren't even "Come on, Eileen." It was like, "Jay." Uh, James, uh, it was uh, James Brown. It was some. Uh, I, I'll look it up. Uh, but I, I did um, look it up on um, on um, on Genius. It's not Rap Genius no more. But they talked about us like uh, about if the song was about their musical influences and um, stuff they used to listen to back in the day before they got on. So I don't really know how it came from. You know, talking about James Brown to coming on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I can't help it that that's what I think of when I hear that line. Like, I mean, that's I what it's know, about now. I only know that song from uh, Tommy Boy because, like, they were singing it long to it in the car during one like the road trip. That's a movie that I haven't seen since it was like on HBO back in the day. Vanessa just watched it maybe three days ago. How funny! <clears throat> I don't, that's not my not my kind of. I don't think I watched any of them. Uh, Chris, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Farley movies. Like what? I know they exist, but I was never. I'm never like I'm drawn to these cinema classics, and I get it. People love them and so forth. I know Fat Man and Little Coat, but that's about it. That's about the depth of my knowledge of those films. That's one of those movies where like I didn't get some of the jokes until I got older. So for me, it'd be like My Good Mythical Morning. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember, um, it was it I, Tommy Boy is the one where they went on a road trip because um, Tommy's dad was running for a governor or something like that. No, no, no that, was, was, that was that was Black Sheep. Yeah, damn it. T- uh, Tommy Boy is the road trip because of uh, the the family uh, auto business is uh, getting sold to Dan Aykroyd, right? Yeah, it- his da- his dad died um, like at his wedding. He married a gold digger who was already married. She was married to um, Rob Lowe. Uh, yeah, Rob Lowe. It was the, Bo the, Derek, right? Yeah, Bo Derek was, was Bo married Derek. to Rob Lowe, and then she married um, Chris Farley's dad, who has a heart attack at the wedding ceremony. And uh, so, the, that, 
Yeah, brothers don't shake hands. Brothers got brothers, a hug. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, the premise of the movie is, like, the father was trying to get, like, the bank to bankroll this, like, brake pad division he was he was dreaming of. And so the bank was going to foreclose on the company unless they sold product. So Chris Farley agrees to basically hand his shares over to the bank for more time so he can go on his dad's sales trip to try and drum up the business to save the company. Then other shit happens. It's funny. You know, things happen. But that's that's the premise of the movie. Correct. Hmm. Yeah, I, I was definitely mixing up um, Black Sheep and Tommy Boy together. They're very similar. Like, in both movies, he's a fuck-up trying to do good. Um, David Spade plays, like, the straight man friend. But is David Spade in both movies? Yeah. That's why hmm. they're they're almost exactly the same. Just, like, different sit- s- scenarios, but same premise and plot points. Hmm. Very like in, in, in Black Sheep, like his brother's running for governor or something, and he's like a fuck up. And the other party that he's running against keeps using Chris Farley's fuck ups as a way to make the brother look bad so he doesn't win the governorship or some shit. Hmm. So he's like trying to campaign for his brother but not get in the way, and yeah. But I like both movies. I think Tommy Boy is a little bit better, but Black Sheep's all right if you like that kind of thing. <laughs> well, like, it's like T said, like it's like a, a certain type of comedic movie that like not everyone's gonna like, like that dumb humor kind of shit. Like fucking um, uh, what uh, Gary Busey is in that is in Black Sheep, you know? Like that's that's kind of how like crazy it is. Hmm. Gary Busey is pretty crazy. Yeah, he plays like a war veteran. It's a, a crazy war vet. So it's right up his alley. They're like, <clears throat> I guess I don't want to really make fun of him, but like, um, I, I guess he had a, a brain injury or something like that, right? Yeah. And that's what uh, pushed him off on the deep end? I heard him on like um, part of my take, the Barstool podcast. Like he'd mm-hmm. had an interview on there like two or three years ago. He was starting some sort of play in like New York or something. And... I mean, I don't know what the dude sounded like before the brain injury, but he's, like, fucking crazy. Like, not, like, crazy thoughts, but just, like, the way he speaks and shit and the things he says are kind of, like, like, not baseline. They're, like, real wackadoodle sounding, but, like, nothing, like, scary or threatening or anything. It's just, like, real high energy and kind of, like, someone is trying to sound mystical, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I, I get it. What's crazy is I was um, I'm listening to this um, this audio book, um, and they said that 16 percent of serial killers, um, oh excuse me, have brain injuries, and they said that like that's a lot because only two percent of the population have brain injuries. Oh, so well, they they it, they. It, they it, it, isn't it like something depending on the type of injury? It makes it harder for you to process emotions, and you're more apt to rage. Um, no, they they didn't say all that. Um, but um, they were talking about uh, Richard Ramirez had like uh, two early brain ca- um, like two uh, like contusions on his brain, 
And um, the son of Sam also had, um, I think he only had one. But it was pretty interesting. And I, and I think um, John Wayne Gacy um, also um, had brain injury as well. But John Wayne Gacy, I, I kind of got some interesting theories about him. But, but we don't got to go um, into that tonight. So, um, my second thing was, so, my, uh, my youngest son who sneezed in my face, um, he has a Kindle. And he's been doing this thing lately where, um, we told him not to go on YouTube no more. <laughs> and he'll go, he was like, um, it started, um, <laughs> um, I think last week or the week before, he, he goes into his closet and he says, I want some peace and quiet with his Kindle. <laughs> but he just goes in there to watch YouTube. <laughs> and I mean, to be honest, um, I really don't have a big problem with him going on YouTube. But, you know, um, he goes on these on this rabbit hole shit. And like... I don't know who the fuck is making this content, but it's some sick people out here. Yes. And um, it's these little videos that look like they're for kids and they're under the YouTube kids section. And it's the craziest shit I ever heard in my life. It's like, it was this one song. I wish I could find it, but it was just like, like the refrain was like, I come in, I cut like, I, I come into your room at night and I kill you. I kill children. And it's like a little kid song and sing songy talking about I kill kids at night or I kill oh. I kill children. Jesus Christ. You go through and report it? Um, I didn't. We just took the Kindle away like, man, turn this shit off. There was like an episode, that evil show. Um, I don't know. See, this is one of those shows where like it bounces around now. Like it was, I think it started on Fox or CBS. I watched it on Netflix, and now I think it's on like streaming only on like Peacock or something. So I'll have to look it up because I wa- I watched the first season on Netflix, like I said, and I liked it. But it had an episode kind of like that where it was like they were using YouTube videos with like subliminal messages to brainwash kids with like that kind of shit, you know, like those weird songs and. You know, I, I wonder how much like inspiration they drew from the actual stuff that you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, this shit wasn't subliminal. Subliminal. This shit actually said, "I kill kids." I mean, so, so I and we, I, we, we've talked about it before uh, in, in, in that. Uh, I just use YouTube different than most people do. Like uh, boxers explain how, like. Uh, it's basically he goes down, goes into his recommended section, and just goes from there. Whereas me, I am subscribed to like 115 YouTube channels, right? And I just go to my subscribe to, and then I can let those roll. You know what I'm saying? Those those will roll, but it's only gonna keep me in my own little bracket. You know, I'm not gonna go out of my my, my little protective uh, I don't know area. And I and yeah, I think that, I, I guess what we would have to do is. I, and I've been talking about this anyway. Create um, an email address for him. Yeah. And sign like when we sign in, like make him a, like a curated list. But like he downloaded 
that YouTube app by himself. Now he made him impress. And like, uh, like, every, like he goes into all that stuff all himself. And um, it's funny, like, um, you know, I think we we had deleted it once before. He delete. He said, "I'm just gonna download it again." And then Anthony was like, "He right. He know how to download it." <laughs> and then um, I was just like, "All right, well." Uh, like I said, we'll have to uh, figure out another way around it because, like, you know, he he did all that stuff himself. We didn't um, we didn't put that stuff on because, um, like, in order for like we would have to sign in in order to 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 nip that in the bud. Like I said, he downloaded it himself. He discovered it himself. He um, he wants to watch those um, you know videos of other people playing um, Marvel games and shit like that and. Minecraft songs and you know that that's pretty much like what it is for the most part. Does YouTube have a um, an H filter? Yeah, I think so. It should Would that help at all? Um, I don't know because I I honestly feel like this shit is just like it's just random stuff, and um, I don't I mean I kind of feel like. They sneaked the 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 those songs have to be snuck in somehow. Yeah, and so you kind of gotta kind of gotta figure out what's going on there first, and then you can figure out how to kind of avoid them. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like I said, every now and again, uh, they'll throw some on my recommended page, and like, like and that's the thing, YouTube starts you on the recommended page. You have to go dig through to go like I need to get to my subscriptions and just what I'm fucking with. So it's like they always like sometimes I'll see something on that recommended page. I'm like, oh, I fuck with this. Let me check it out. But also sometimes it'll be like Fox News. And I'm like, no, never put that shit on my page ever again. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to go in and do a lot of it's some effort involved in curating YouTube to behave like you wanted to. Yeah, for the most part, like, you know, on our um, on our TV, like we'll go directly to, you know, the subscription so we can watch what we want to watch. But like. Um, the stuff on the Kindles is just utter chaos. It's not, it's, there's nobody signed in. It's on a website. It's not even, um, because certain products don't, um, won't get, um, you, the YouTube app. Yeah. So, it's, it's, you have, to like, you have to like sideload shit and so forth. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I'm ready to throw the Kindles in the trash to begin with. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought that was fucking weird, and I, and it was funny. Um, I was talking to my partner about it earlier. I was like, "Damn, I shouldn't have just um, got out of there. I should have found out what it was so I could actually play the fucking song on the show." Well, I mean, hey, <laughs> next time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've seen I some would... some weird shit like that. Like, um, my buddy showed me some shit like this like two years ago. Where the chick who was in the videos is like a metal singer now. Um, I think her name her name's Poppy. She I've heard has of Poppy. Some, Poppy has some weird ass fucking creepy YouTube videos with dolls and weird phrases, and it's it's like kind of like what you're talking about. Hmm. Well, yeah. The, what's so crazy about that? Like, they're they're animated little songs that sound just like every other animated song out there. Yeah. I remember when I, the kids used to watch, when the kids were, you know, more YouTube, they end up watching this 
it was this channel where this lady, I guess, and her kids, maybe they were open up toys and then like they had Spider-Man come hang out with them. And it was just a dude dressed in a Spider-Man suit. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, and I wonder, I, I wonder, one, I could, if I could ever even find that, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, Spider-Man opening toys. I wonder if I could even, like, dig that up if it's still on YouTube. But also, what the fuck was going on there? That that was I all know, cool. I, well, I know like those toy opening channels are fucking huge. Because mm-hmm. kids, like people love watching people open shit and like, you know, piece it together or figure out what it is. And like, Kids watch YouTube way more than like adults do, I would think. So like they end up on those channels because it's the shit that they like. I'm trying to see now if I can find it. Yeah, I know that's how um, Ryan. Um, I, I'm sure you guys don't even know who Ryan is, but um, Ryan is like this little um, this little kid who has like a Nickelodeon show now, but uh, with his parents. But he started off just like. On YouTube, opening up toys, and then it went from opening up toys to his dad like animating like games and stuff like um, on the YouTube channel. Then, well, so, so, okay, you go. I'm sorry. Uh, I just set it up. Then he got that little dude got rich. Like he's like <laughs> like a uh, like a ten year old billionaire now. So what I remember about this toy channel thing was. This lady, of course, was popping, getting getting views, getting dough, and so much so that she ended up like opening up a channel for her sister. And I, like I said, and then her sister started getting 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 love. And I'm like, I'm tr- I'm looking at this channel. I'm like, is I wonder if this is it because I don't see. I just see kids on it. But like I said, I remember. Oh, this might be what you talking about, Ryan's World. Yeah, Ryan's World. Yeah, I think. Ryan's world and this toy channel are kind of walking neck and neck and might be what what that Spider-Man channel became. <laughs> Unboxing toys. So I, I, I think I found it and it, it seems to be now it goes by Awesome Toy Collector. It has 857 million views. Uh, 1, 1.45 million subscribers still after all this time. Uh, if I go to look at their videos... I'm trying to see how far back I can go because if I can go back to it says six years ago and I feel like it was way further back than that so maybe they deleted some stuff I can't call it but I looked up my my, my search was Spider-Man toy opens toys <laughs> 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 but yeah it was just a weird time for there used to be a, a the mommy and Gracie show there's this lady who was the mommy and her daughter Gracie and they would open toys but after a while Gracie got older and was like I don't fuck with this no more and then not only that, Gracie uh, uh, came out as trans, and Gracie don't even go by Gracie no more. I don't know Gracie's name. I don't think I'm trying to dead name her. That's the only name I knew them by. So please don't uh, take that as me shitting on that or trying to be disrespectful to that to that person's um, lived experience. But I check on mommy every now and again of mommy and Gracie fame. And let's see, let's let me type it right now, mommy and Gracie, and. Uh, the channel now is now called My World. It's no longer called the Mommy and Gracie Show, and uh, Mommy's still there, and uh, they have seven hundred fifty-two thousand subscribers after all these years. And even now, this this lady still does this. She opens up dolls and toys and shit. That is <laughs> that is what this lady does now. Just doesn't do it. Doesn't do it with her kid anymore. So, 
Section time, yeah. I, I, I'm, YouTube was wild for me just some years back, but now YouTube with all the hooks and abilities that it has now for, for you, you know, re rearing your kids, yeah, YouTube is probably some shit you gotta be like on that shit. I remember Xander used to watch, you know, all the Thomas the Tank and shit, right? Yeah. But people would just go ahead and take toys and make stop action, stop motion animations of Thomas shit, but it'd be wild ass shit, like you said. So it's, uh, it's it's very interesting that, that how that all still is a, a concern. Yeah, like so he would start off listening to dinosaur songs or Halloween songs, and it went it just went fucking left from there. Yeah. So like, if I click on home right now on my my YouTube homepage, uh, the Spider Man reveal trailer for the Avengers video game, Dave Grohl. Cause I watched I watched Dave Grohl on Deezus and Mero the other day on YouTube, and so of course now Dave Grohl is gonna pop up in my feed. Deezus and Mero, I'm saying Stranger Things season four trailer from five days ago, but I don't recall the trailer coming out and nobody talked about it. So that's another thing YouTube be doing. People be like, it's a new trailer, and it's like, mm, I've not seen this anywhere from reputable sources. How you, you know. This particular channel, how do you get the how do you get a new uh, Stranger Things trailer and nobody else seems to have, including Netflix? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's always interesting to see what's uh what what goes down in that regard on YouTube. Yeah, I think um that did come out, but I just wasn't interested in watching it. <laughs> Cause Stranger I seen, Things? Yeah, I seen like um no the 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 face of Drake's girlfriend on uh, one of the ads and I was like, I don't wanna watch that. I don't, who the fuck is Drake's girlfriend at this point? Um, uh, Millie Bobby Brown. That is not Drake's girlfriend. <laughs> Just because Drake wanted her for a while, don't mean that's his girlfriend. Dude, it's like his, it's like his whole big ass conspiracy theory. Like, um, it's like on Certified Lover Boy, he keeps on like shouting out this date. Um, in the future, and this fucking Millie Bobby Brown's birthday. That 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 is relatively strange. And All then right. like um like their whole like I, I know it's like a, a, a TikTok conspiracy theory, but it's definitely on there. I'm currently like the looking. one where they splice in the the ladies and gentlemen. We got, we got them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there was like the one video of Drake fucking Hitting on like the seventeen-year-old on stage. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's we, like, yeah, we we talked about that. Yeah, but like, yeah, but yeah, it goes like there's like this, there's like evidence of this shit happening all the time. Yeah, Drake, Drake, Leonardo DiCaprio, many others. They're all. Uh, what did Leo def, do? Definitely leaning pedo. Oh, this all, same same difference. Just TikTok conspiracy theories about people who are like. You know what I'm saying? I, I was I, like, I was at a bar with my friends when we, we were we illegally in a bar. Now they kind of make make that point, or they or they say they were like just wild young in a bar, and then Leo and Leo's manager come through, and the girl was like, "I come back to the room, and Leo's manager is got my friends uh pants down and, and is uh is is like looking at her looking at her pussy and diddling her and shit like out there. It's just it they are like it's just full of nonsense. I'm on Netflix ring right now, and I do not see. A motherfucking uh, Stranger Things trailer. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it was just a, it's, it's a teaser that's not on Netflix. I mean, the, uh, but it's, did you uh, try the Netflix? Trailer is on. It's on YouTube. 
They went kind of ham on, like, the last trailer that came out was, like, three minutes long. I think it came out, yeah. like, a month or two ago. Yeah, see, that, that, that's, that, that, that I did see. Like I said, they act like, this, like I said, the, on my homepage, they act like a brand new trailer that just dropped. And I'm like, there has no. not been a new Stranger Things trailer. What the hell are you talking about? So I'm scrolling through it right now, and I'm trying to see it, like I said. Man, I watched that uh, last Ghostbusters, like, one-minute trailer that came out the other day. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have oh, not watched that, it yet. That, that, that last couple seconds, oh, my God, my dick got so hard. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> what kind of ghost action was popping there, sir? It's a ghost boner. <laughs> I was spooky horny. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just, it's just it's that fucking nostalgia. I'm man. going to big lot. Check that shit into my penis. Like if they don't CGI, if they don't fucking CGI Egon's ghost in this movie somehow, like just have him be like a spirit, like behind fucking, uh, you know, fucking whatever. Like have him ride a guard dog or something. Ooh, I got a special effect. Ooh. Do you think we? Do you think we get Slimer? Practical magic. Ooh. Uh, I doubt it, but who knows? Like they've got the fucking new Slimer in the trailer doing shit. The new Slimer? not the only one getting blown by a ghost. In, in, the, in the trailer, there's like a, a, a Slimer-looking ghost that in this trailer, he was like shooting pebbles out of his mouth or something like that. Maybe we'll call we'll call this one Spitter. Ooh, I got a Slimer in my pants. Ooh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, <not laughs> I'm spitting marshmallows. Slimer not- would be a Slimer would be a hell of a ghost to keep around if you had a premature ejaculation problem. Because at least that you could kind of blame it on him and like, oh, the fucking ghost was by my pants again. <laughs> it's ectoplasm, I swear. Oh my god! I, I almost—you can call me to stay hard, a marshmallow. Man. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm not hanging out with you anymore. <laughs> uh, Who are you going to call? Ghost blowers. <laughs> All right. No, nah, man, you you remember the first movie? The ghost blew him. I know. I, I said that a few minutes ago. Did I, we discuss that? I, I've never seen before. the movies before, but you guys have... It's been a big part of, um, I guess... Uh, <laughs> Anytime you talk about Ghostbusters, you talking about uh, when Dan Aykroyd got blew by the ghost. Well, that's because like when I first watched it as a kid, I didn't know what was happening. So that in that particular scene, they make it out to be, oh, uh, they're so tired because they've been busting ghosts so much, and 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 and, and <laughs> Dan, Dan right Aykroyd busting those ghosts. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd dreams that he's getting blown by a ghost. Yeah, but in, but in reality, those people just were so attached to that damn blown the ghost joke. What it is, they cut a scene. In the in the the, the, the scene was supposed to be in uh, Ray and uh and uh, uh Black Ghostbuster because his name's just not going to come to Winston. Win- thank Winston. you. <laughs> Ray and Winston went upstate New York to go fight some ghosts, <laughs> and a ghost blew blew Ray. So it just happens. Ghost, uh, you know, Ray got blown. 
but uh, the, the 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 studio was like, bro, we no that no, you can't have that. And 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 they're like, oh, okay, well, what about this? And so they 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 because they were so attached to a ghost blowjob joke <laughs> that they were like, even though they had to cut the scene, they still wanted to keep that bit. And so they just made it a dream sequence. I was just like, are you were you really that attached to that joke? It, I mean, we all remember it because it's like because it's fantastic, and I'm glad they fought for what they believed in. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Sure, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, Ghostbusters is dope, bro. I got uh I I can I, I can uh I just replaced my Blu-rays with 4Ks. So I add these Blu-rays, Ghostbusters 1 and 2, man. They could be yo Ghostbusters 1 and 2. Only I'm I'm keeping the Blu-ray case because it's nice in the four in the 4K cases. So you have them in the 4K cases. <laughs> Although, wait a minute, now that I think about it, the 4K joints might have came with Blu-rays themselves, so I might just have an overage, uh, over-index of uh, of Ghostbusters uh, on uh, on physical media right now. I mean, all I know about Ghostbusters is the song, uh, both of the songs, both of them are hell of um, you know, Bobby Brown and Ray Parker Jr. Only one of them got sued. They had to come buy some dough. Which one? <laughs> Bobby Brown. No, Bobby Brown was 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 all good. Ray Parker Jr. had to pay Huey Lewis. Uh, basically, Huey Lewis got writing credits on that song at that point because it's the same. It's it's the exact same beat as uh, uh, I want a new drug. Just beat for fucking beat. <laughs> I'll have to listen to it. I know I only know the Ray Parker song. I don't know the. Um... Yeah. So fuck that's you, a, Huey that's... Lewis. Hey, no, hey, no, nah, nah, bro. Don't steal. It's easy. Same thing happened to you know Vanilla Ice. You know what I'm saying? When he when he tried to say. He didn't steal from uh, of <laughs> Yeah, but uh, the song don't say um, the harder rock and roll is in Cleveland. I, 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 he was already <laughs> fucked up. And then, like, did Ray Parker Jr. never probably survived again from off, off that. No, Ray uh, Parker does uh, does well off of Ghostbusters. He still, you know what I'm saying? He he still get a cut because he wrote the lyrics. Hmm. So he gets song. He just, you know what I'm saying? It's, he, he get, he, they had to split it, basically. Ray Parker, Ray Parker Jr. wasn't in duets with. Um, I feel like that's a fair <laughs> trade, though. Like, if you only got to do half the work, but you still get all that credit, that that seems like a fair trade. Hey, I mean, I mean, I wish I could steal half of the people's work and just like put a little razzle dazzle on the enemy. Like, Look what I did! <laughs> <laughs> oh but, shit. Like, if board, we just start, like, rats. stealing somebody else's podcast and throwing a couple of our sound bites in it, we're like, new skims up. Borat's son isn't named Ray Parker Jr. His name is Huey Lewis. <laughs> well, I guess there's a reason why some people hate that movie. Uh, well, I don't, nobody on this podcast. I have no that we, that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about anybody in this on this podcast right now. Maybe that cow that keep on moving in the back hated, but <laughs> Or that ghost is gonna blow me when we're done. Ooh, I'm at Big Lots. <laughs> They're also a sale on Christmas. <laughs> Man, what if it was a ghost on the other side of Glory Hole? Um I don't know. Because um it might it might be end up being like uh, one of those ghosts with a bunch of teeth. And that's no <laughs> oh, good. Oh yeah, a fucking biter ghost. Shit. 
I'm sorry. I mean, but, but if but if they're ghosts, then it's just ethereal. It goes through you. You know, you won't feel the teeth. You oh, just, so you, you wouldn't feel, feel the blood no, either. No, yeah, 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 yeah. You're not making sense here, buddy. Yeah, it was like ectoplasm, the ultimate lube or something. It was to replace <laughs> blood. Ectoplasm's <laughs> great lube. Ooh, this is an actual. This is a. This is an somewhere, glide. somewhere there's this a fucking is, oh. factory that's enslaved ghosts like Oompa Loompas, and it's just fucking milking them for their ectoplasm. <laughs> <sighs> just ectoplasm. <laughs> this isn't water soluble. <laughs> like what Astro projection glide. Oh my god. It's 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 a good joke. It's a great joke even. But I'm gonna need you to stop. <laughs> oh my god. Don't get caught alone, no no. Apparently, Claire made apple cider uh, donuts. Of course, YouTube is still on my screen over here, so I just noticed um, that. One. I I haven't watched any of um, any more of her videos. Like, I know like she separated herself away from the kitchen, but man, I, I haven't like watched any of their videos besides like uh, Carla's. I haven't watched anybody from that kitchen except Sola, and I haven't watched Sola in like a year. Yeah, I haven't watched I watch, her in a while either. Wherever, wherever Sola pop up, I watch her, and I love me some Carla. I find Carla very attractive, and uh, I so know. I love watching her videos. <laughs> so uh, I fuck with both of those things. It's it's amazing how something that I once enjoyed so much, I just don't give a single shit about it anymore. Ooh, so, big lad blowjob. <laughs> this shit, shit falls off, man, and that's that's to be it's to be expected and and and, and I guess respected to a certain degree, you know. Uh, uh, all right, uh, I, I, I guess we're we're on over to you, Dan. If you care to uh, share anything, uh, discuss your week, or I, or, I do have something. I, I even wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Fair enough. So, um, it, th- this is a question of. How much one holds on to sentimental value compared to money. So I have a T-shirt that I got at my first ever wrestling event that I went to back in 1997. It was a a birthday gift. So like the the tickets were a birthday gift from my dad and my stepmom. And my stepmom took me and a, a buddy from school and... It wasn't like a TV, like a live a TV taping or anything like that. It was literally just a house show, mm. so, <clears throat> so it was on like a Saturday, and I got a T-shirt at the event. It was um, Dude Love. Oh man, and, amazing! And I've had, yeah, I've had this shirt since that house show. Like it, it's still in my possession. It's literally in my closet. I was holding it in my hands two days ago. So this T-shirt has traveled everywhere. Everywhere I've lived with me for the last twenty-five years. And I was looking up shit on eBay the other night, and um, my stepdad brought over two uh, giant Rubbermaid containers, like you would store Christmas ornaments in and shit, mm-hmm. of loose toys that were in my mom's attic. And I, I was going through some of it the other night, and some of it's like it, it stuffed it like me and my brothers had up at my grandmother's house before she had moved in with my mom back in 2002, I believe it was, or 2003. 
so what my mom did was just put all of our shit into a rubber made container and then she brought it over to her house and stuck it in the attic. Well, I guess she was cleaning out some more shit from her attic and unburied it. And my uh, brother <coughs> didn't want to, like, to be bothered with it. So he, he dropped it off over here and I was going through it a little bit. And there was like some wrestling stuff I had at my grandmother's house. So I was like eBay, going on eBay looking up to see like what any of that shit might be worth. And that was how I stumbled upon like vintage wrestling shirts and what some of them are selling for. So this particular T-shirt sells for multiple hundreds of dollars. Hmm. And so I was like, damn, like I could sell this shirt for six hundred dollars or I could just like keep it because it has sentimental value. Like I don't plan on wearing it. Like I couldn't wear it right now if I wanted to. Um but, like, I know exactly where I got it, how I got it, you know, everything about it. And it's like, do – how much does the nostalgia really mean to me compared to money? You know, like, what would I be willing to sell that T-shirt for where I'd be like, here's 25 years of my life's memory. Uh, give me some money for it. You know, like, it, I feel give like – Give me some money. <laughs> well, that's what essentially I'd be doing. Like, a shirt that I've had in my possession for almost 25 years – that was a part of my life. Like, would I be willing to give that up for six hundred dollars? It's like, where's the limit? You know? No, you sound just like Adam Sandler in that um, the weird um, Halloween costume guy. He's like, I'm weird Halloween costume guy. Give me some candy. You, you just sound just like him. <laughs> I feel like. Um, to a certain extent, memories never really fade if you can remember it. I mean, when you can't remember it, that shit really don't matter anymore anyway. So, um, sell the t-shirt, my dude. Nostalgia. Uh, per, per Jets John Hodgman, the most toxic of impulses. Because it'll make you think you want some shit more than you do. Or it'll make you hold on to shit longer than you should. This could be, you know love of a whatever you know, you know what I'm saying or whatever but in this case it could just be a shirt that you cannot wear we'll, the, the, the nostalgia part of it will still exist in your mind you don't need to touch it to know that you're nostalgic about it and you can stack some dough off of it I'm not telling you yeah, to go sell it I'm just saying I'd lean more toward I'd probably sell it take a picture of it Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Do some, make, make, do a nice like NFT of that bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> right click, uh, copy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that 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 shit is a strange, strange thing to me. Even though I own several NBA Top Shots, so I mean, I guess technically I I'm, I'm the problem. I hadn't bought any more in a long time, mind you. But I still. haven't either, man. I, I started deleting the emails, and I don't even go on. Cool. It's going to be one of those things where I'm going to log on in 20 years, and it's either going to be Beanie Babies or I'm going to be rich. <laughs> Didn't I send you an article the other day? Uh, I sent it to one of y'all about the, like how much Beanie Babies are worth now. You didn't send that to me. Uh, I'll assume it came to me. I hadn't logged into this shit in forever, and I'm going to attempt to do it right now. To see what my NBA Top Shot is doing. Shit, I've been seeing Beanie Babies all over the place. I went thrift store in again today. And uh, <coughs> you know, I saw some, saw some Beanie Babies around. It's like, you can't go in this place and then I see Beanie Babies. It's like a requirement. I found some I found some pretty decent stuff today. Like, I, I'm be honest. I'm big on the glassware. Like, I'm big on coffee mugs and shit. Because 
they're generally cheap when you get them from the thrift store. They're like usually around a dollar. And if you can find some decent ones, man, they sell on eBay from like fifteen to twenty bucks. Like I found one today that was um I didn't know what this was, but it like I looked it up when I was in there because it like it kind of had that vibe to me of like, oh, this is something that somebody would want. It was Susie Toronto, and it had like some sort of saying on it and shit. It was like a a, a, a female type saying about buying shoes and shit. And mm. I looked it up and like those types of coffee mugs from this person's like brand or whatever sell for like 15 and 20 bucks each. I've got a Disney one with Mickey Mouse on it that I bought at the one go for a dollar that I could probably flip for 20. Um, today I found, um, these two puppets that are Manhattan toy company from like 1999. Uh, it's like a dragon and a unicorn. The dragon I saw a couple sold on eBay for 45 bucks in the last couple like weeks. Um, I found a couple more. I found another remote for like that's the thing like remote sell for like old TVs and stereos and shit. So like if you find like a, a decent enough brand like a I don't know like a Magnavox or something, I usually just look them up on eBay because the app's super easy to look use. Um, found a Winnie the Pooh stuffed animal that I can give my mom as, as part of a Christmas gift if you know that happens. Um, I found, dude, I definitely bought, like, six coffee mugs today. I bought a giant Ziggy tanker, like, beer tankard from, like, 1979 for, like, $2. That's dope. Um, <clears throat> we found a mooing candy dish still in the package for 3 bucks that sells on eBay for, like, $30. Bucks. Um, I found, like, a Michigan glass, like, a you know, the university. Um, I found, like, a Florida State one. So... Like, it, it's just decent stuff depending on where you go. Like, I, like, a couple places I went today I probably won't go back to for a while. Like, they were kind of barren and they, like, a little overpriced. But some of the good ones around me, like, especially the one out in, like, the, the Burbs, got some decent stuff. And I got my printer My printer came today that I bought off Best Buy the other night. So soon, like, and then I ordered um, shipping boxes right before we started the show from the post office because they'll bring them to you for free. So mm. it's all coming together. Won't he do it? <clears throat> I own I own twenty one NBA Top Shots now. Meaning that mean that means I bought packs. So I mean I think I, and that means I bought like seven packs because I think it's three per pack, right? I think that's what it is. So that is my uh, my Top Shot deal. Camera off, mic muted. All right. So that's my current uh, situation with NBA Top Shot. I have not bought any in a very long time. <laughs> and I have no real intention of uh, copying more. So uh, same same as Dan says, I just uh, I simply delete the emails <laughs> and, uh, and and keep it moving. <laughs> I guess that's a pretty smart bet to avoid it. We used to be on it. Like uh, my man, uh, uh, Chris from uh, from, uh, you know, from Detroit. You know what I'm saying? He's been on the show a couple times and all that good shit. Uh, we, he used to be like, yo, uh, uh, they, they, they're going up at this time. Jump on. And I, I would jump on and and uh, and get them. And we, like, we'd, be, we'd all try to hop in line and see if, if we were like, because like, it'll tell you straight up like, okay, you are number 35,000 in line, but there's only 30,000 of them. You can leave now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how it was. And I don't know if it's still like that, but that's what it was for a while. So we would just jump in and be like, oh, hey, did you get it? No, I didn't get it. Or, yeah, I did get it and blah, blah, blah. So how often do they still do it? Every day. Uh, not every day. Every but, uh, day. 
I get an email at least every day if I jump, let me jump over here to Gmail. Uh, boop. And I like I for sure got one today that I have uh, deleted. Let me slide on down to my trash. <laughs> and NBA, I got an NBA Top Shot email today saying Ricky debuts, thirty six new moments, three hundred fifty thousand packs on sale tomorrow. And now how uh, much is a pack? So I was just I was actually just looking at my uh, whatever. Uh, the most I think I paid was like fifteen bucks. Going to my so let's see uh, nine 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 nine. Yeah, the most I ever paid was for four, was fourteen dollars. Ten dollars for a one pack, nine dollars for one, two, three, four, five packs, and fourteen dollars for another specific pack. And again, the last time I bought anything was if I look at it right here six months ago. <clears throat> So I think basically hadn't been buying uh, anything, uh, but yeah, they drop packs here, and if I get, if I say click get ready for the drop, which I just did, it's nine dollars for a pack still. So, and and you know it's just it's just little video clips that I own a numbered version of, <laughs> and I and I don't own anything like super dope. I mean, I got a couple of Cavs moments that I fuck with. I'm like, oh sweet, that's because it's Cavs shit. I have a, a sweet Trey Young three pointer. I have uh, let's see, I got a Tyler Hero layup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like I I don't, I don't even I uh, I got a Colin Sexton the Young Bull three pointer, but I don't have no dope like boom or something like that. Like somebody dropping them. I, I don't have any rare rare ones, and that's because the rare ones they actually sell for more. They these nine dollar packs are all all commons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like buying a pack of whatever. <clears throat> And uh, the other joints is uh, they sell them for more. And I mean more like a lot more. Like sometimes like, oh, it's $250 or it's $400. I'm like, bro, I'm not. No, fuck off. You're not getting me on this. And because of that, because there's really no real way for you to get, you know, anything worthwhile. I just kind of like, eh. They don't throw you a bone. They're just like um, for every, you know, thousand car uh, NFTs, we're going to put a good one in. Yeah. It'd be dope if they did that. They do not. Hmm. Uh, wow, wow, Box has stepped away. I might as well. Uh, so next Friday, the 19th, a couple of things occur. One, my children are off to Disney World. Cool with that. I did. The, we had the meeting about that this week and everything's tight. Everything looks good. And uh, even you and I discussed how much money I'm supposed to send with them. I'm probably going to actually send them more money than we discussed. Because it turns out they're responsible for a few more meals than I was aware of until we had this meeting. Oh. So I'm probably going to stack them even uh, just a, uh, maybe an extra an extra hundred bucks on top of what I was already sending them with. That way they are covered. But also next Friday, debuts on Amazon Prime. The Wheel of Time, uh, which is uh, a new show on Amazon Prime in the vein, if you will, of Game of Thrones. And I just I happen to turn my head right here in Twitter and somebody and then and, and there's a you know a Twitter thread that says the Wheel of Time isn't the next Game of Thrones, it's the original. Because without Robert Jordan's sprawling, you know, epic, Game of Thrones would have never existed. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> I I absolutely love the Wheel of Time series of books. It's like it's, I think it's I think it's like uh 14 or 15 books all together. It might be even like 16 books all together. So is this show, is it, is it all coming out in one day or are they going to uh, serialize it? 
I don't know how Amazon Prime works. Do they do week to week? Some shows, I thought. Yeah, but so I don't if, know. I, I, I bet I bet I bet you it is is it'll end up being week to week. And uh that's fine. I, I, I like it and, and I'm hoping so via if you from the trailers, looks fantastic. Uh, everything seems to be real in line with the book. I'm not saying that it's, it'll be a perfect reimagining retelling of the book, but it's close as fuck, you know. And you got all the characters you, you're supposed to have so far, and they uh, have people of color, tons of people of color in the series. Unlike uh, unlike Game of Thrones, which is just pretty much just all white, you know what I'm saying? And so I kind of fuck with that. And I'm just, I'm 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 very excited for it. So I'm 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 uh, that starts next week. If you got if you you want to get down with the wheel of time, but so what happened today is they announced that they're going to re-release the uh, the first book, which is called The Eye of the World, and they're going to have Rosamund Pike, who is the actress who plays uh, Moraine in the series, who was a big part of the books, and she's reading the book now. And I'm just like, I don't fuck with this at all. Because they gave, they gave a clip of it. And I listened to the clip and I was like, no, thank you. Because that doesn't sound good. The people who originally read this book for the audio book. And even before, this was before Audible existed. They used to be, uh, what was it called? It was called Audio Renaissance Presents The Wheel of Time. I'm saying in this particular book, I'm, saying, the book, the pick, I'm on book three right now, The Dragon Reborn. And uh, the people who read them are uh, Kate Redding and Michael Kramer, who are actually married, a husband and wife. And like, so the chapters go back and forth between from a from a, a woman's perspective, women the women characters perspective, and from a guy from the men character perspective. So if it's the men's character perspective, or or, or they're the main whatever, then then uh, Michael is reading it. And if it's the ladies' perspective, then then uh, Kate is reading it. And uh, it's so good, and they they have such great voices, and they, that's what they do. They narrate audiobooks. That's their gig, and have been doing it for like ever now. And so Rosamund Pike is an actress, and I dig her, and I'm super excited for her in the role of, of Moraine. She looks amazing, but I listened to that little clip they offered, and I was like, hell no. <laughs> so, but I'm wildly excited for the show. Like this is a show they've been talking about for years. Of Sony uh, is producing it with Amazon. They spent a lot of dough on it. And so I get to go back. I get this. I, I get my my my. You know, for people who watch Game of Thrones but also had read Game of Thrones, you know, what I'm saying they a lot of them had like real issues with it. So this is me getting to have my issues with it and so forth. <clears throat> but also, I hope I am more open to it. You know, what I'm saying because shit. I as I listen to it, as I'm re-listening to it now, I'm like, mm, you could probably cut all that from a TV show. Some parts of it, you know, what I'm saying as I listen, I'm like, that's you probably can't do that. There's a lot of. Uh, inner monologues in the book that I don't know how you'd show that, you know, saying so what do you, so, so you, you could probably, you know, hack all that out unless you want to literally have somebody. There is a lot of people who actually talk to themselves. So not an inner monologue where they're literally like talking to themselves out loud. So I guess you could do that, but I don't know if it, what, what, what will and will not work on TV, but I'm very excited to see, Moraine. I just felt like a lot of the stuff that they did on that Game of Thrones show from the books, yeah, they either completely removed it, or they they glossed over it in a way that kind of made it feel unimportant, even though mm-hmm. it was supposed to be. Yeah, like um, Arya with the, like the the assassin stuff. Yeah, 
like that was made out to be like this giant thing, and then it was like kind of unimportant in the end. Oh yeah, yeah. In the, like I said, well, I don't would even I don't even want to delve into that particular situation. <laughs> I hear you on that one, but mm-hmm. I'm just hyped about this this this, this Wheel of Time series, and I and I'm hoping it it it, it goes hard. I hope it does. I hope it does what Game of Thrones did well, and I hope it, it fixes what Game of Thrones did poorly in in in, a, in a telling of the books. Also, about what's what's good about this particular series of books is done. They've been done. They finished them years ago. The the author Robert Jordan actually uh, passed away while while working on finishing up the books, but he knew he was sick, and so what he did was he pre- he prepared tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of highly detailed notes, and chose a successor uh, well he no he had his wife who is his editor so she knows the 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 sound of the you know how the book should should flow had her choose who would finish the books off so uh the last three books actually was he had it, it was written it was and he had taken all the notes and it was it was such a giant tone they were like we got to break this up into uh, to three separate books because it's just so so much to try to make into mm-hmm. one book so Unlike Game of Thrones, which you know, what I'm saying we sitting out there where after a while they had to kind of like oh, I don't know, let's uh, let's maybe go this way and kind of fucked up, you know, not no kind of suit, fucked up. I got to be real with myself and with people who fuck <laughs> with Game of Thrones and know that that show ended on a bit of a fucking you know, uh, a, a wet fart, you know. But like I said, this particular series books like like Why the Last Man has a, has already had a definitive beginning, middle, and end. It is concluded. Everything is there. We know how the series ended. And so it should be easier to do it. So they gave them eight episodes for the first and they already approved it for a second season, which is not enough. But I, I'm excited to see where it goes and how they, like I said, how they do it. And uh, excited to see these characters on, 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 the, on the screen, you know, come to life. Like I said, their costumes look great. They look the part. As I'm, I'm looking at the image of it right now on a, on a, on Twitter, like I said, it just I'm hyped for uh, the Wheel of Time TV show, which again comes out again. This ain't sponsor content. We don't do that yet, <laughs> <laughs> but it comes out uh, starting uh, November 19th, uh, the day after this this episode comes out. In fact, on uh, Amazon Prime. So if you got Amazon Prime Video, you might maybe maybe give it a watch. See what you think, and if you fuck with it. I would tell you the audiobooks are amazing. And you can read it. I mean, if you're a reader, like a, like a physical reader, you like paper, you know what I'm saying? Like smelling books and shit, go for it. But I would tell you the audiobooks are amazing and amazingly well read by uh, Michael uh, Michael and, and, and Kate. Michael, what is Michael's last name? Kate Redding and uh, Michael Kramer. Michael Kramer. So I'm telling you, you right now. Did you re- listen to them all um, audio style? Yes. End to end. This this is a uh, like uh, this was my twenty I'm gonna go this was my twenty eighteen maybe my twenty nineteen I'm trying to remember when I actually ran through these books, and I found spots on the internet where they were free and would stream them to my phone while I was at work, and uh, this go around I've been using my Audible credits and slowly but surely buying all the buy, buying them all, because uh, I'm trying to be like I so I really enjoyed it and I and I I owe these motherfuckers money so I might as well just you know say and pay them for it. So, would you do you think you would read the um the books yourself, like the um uh, actual physical books? No, I mean it's like, I'm I'm not one of those dudes who like who uh who who is who is like oh if you listened you didn't really read it because that's just no. I know that to be a factually inaccurate statement. 
Yeah, it, but it, I know it, you do like you. I know you like having physical copies of things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but these these are just like these are. I don't even know if they make them in hardback. I think these are always like a paperback kind of fun little you know fantasy novel situation with busty women on the cover. No, but <laughs> just uh just looking like uh things that look like what you paint on the side of a van sometimes, which you know would be busty women sometimes. Man, I wouldn't mind having one of those vans. <laughs> Let's see the eye of the world. Let's see if I can find you what the original image on the eye of the world was. Images. Oh, I guess I need to put Robert Jordan. Oh no, there it is. So right, here, let me actually use my old tool so I can find you a large version of it. Open a new tab. No, fucker, I just want to see the, the damn book cover. <laughs> Open image in new tab. So what I did was I opened the link in a new tab. But actually, I just want the damn image. All right, I will put this in chat. And you can kind of see what the, the vibe of the books had back in the day. Real Dungeons and Dragons kind of vibe. Dungeons and Dragons, the old CBS cartoon. You remember that? Furry boots. Hmm. <laughs> I'm at that um That looks very familiar the look of it. Yeah, because we probably saw books like this all over the place where we were in and it's definitely a uh a eighties vibe. I click back. Let me see if I can tell you when the Eye of the World came out originally. This was originally released November fifteenth, nineteen ninety. So, yeah, it's a, it's a, it is a, it is a, an old series. And just like I said, it's 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 a, it's a, I I just found it delightful. I heard about it originally from a. Uh, Andrew Renee, who was a, a games uh, media personality, and uh, she was talking about how dope they were, and I was like, I'm a, I'll give it a listen, because then I'd heard a rumor that Sony was like considering trying to uh, make it a series. I was like, well, I would like to have uh, have gotten these uh, ingested before a, a series came out, and they've been working on this series now for years, and like, there's, like I said, it's all kinds of I, I I I can't wait to see it. I'm saying when it's all said and done, through as the series goes on, there's all kinds of you know <laughs> creatures and shit and powers being used and so forth. So I'm very excited for the Wheel of Time. And uh, like I said, if you fuck with Game of Thrones, I think I think you might fuck with this. It, it is way less, considerably less, as in none, considerably less rapey than Game of Thrones. Uh, not a whole lot of. Uh, no, no unconsensual sex throughout that series that I can recall at all. Everybody has sex that wants to have sex, so that's all. That's nice, you know. What I'm saying uh, so forth, and like I said, they travel all over this weird land, and there's all kinds of people who there's like, oh, this must be 
you know, this seems Asian in their in their in their inspiration, but the people are described in ways that make them seem like they 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 are more uh, one shade or another and so forth. It's good shit. And uh, there you go. <laughs> Thanks for listening to my uh, my TED talk. <laughs> but uh, we'll be right back after these messages. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the first edition of On the Road with the Real ODP, brought to you by Stays Crunchy and Milk. In this edition, I will be talking about a little trip to Mansfield Prison to uh, do a tour of the reformatory and uh, a little trip to Cincinnati Zoo that we took. With me is my lovely wife. She's welcome to chime in and correct me on anything I'm wrong on. I'm feel sh- I that's uh. What she enjoys doing. Say hi, everyone. Hi, everybody. And now, if you listen to the show long enough, you know I'm a big fan of the shank, as it's uh, so fondly known. And I wanted to do a tour of the Mansfield Reformatory because that's where it was filmed. And also, it's uh, part of history. And the tour was better than I thought it was going to be. It was a tour that uh, involved a movie set, history lesson, prison life, uh, paranormal activity, and architecture. And anything else I missed? I think there was a lot of social commentary on how they treated prisoners. Yes. Uh, uh, I put up some pictures. Uh, I'm Well, none of you follow me on Instagram, so why am I talking about that? These cells were small and made to fit two people, and man, I wouldn't put my dog in one of these cells. It was scary and ugly. And it was like, what, four by eight? Yes, uh, give or take. Two bunk beds, a urinal, and a sink. It was so sad. I know. And just stacked on top of each other in the cell block. It was just so sad. Yeah, but it was, uh, but it was really interesting. I'll say a few things about the movie t- uh, aspect of it. It had some uh, some of the movie uh, trivia on there and some of the original set pieces like the sh- the safe which uh, the warden um, kept his money and was then opened towards the end of the movie and saw it was empty. Spoiler alert. And uh, that was the original was in there. They had the Brooks Memorial Library. I thought that was pretty cool. And... Um, had uh, some of the, some of the uh, scripts that were out there. Yeah, they I, did a good job with the movie mm-hmm. aspect of it. And even if you're not a fan of the movie, there's other things to be uh, had at this uh, tour. This the uh, if you're a fan of paranormal activity, that's what they they had there. And you know, I'm not a big believer of this stuff, but there were some things. Oh, tell them about the chair. Okay, so there's this room with no windows or anything like that, and you sit in the chair, and you're supposed to hear something. I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, against my daughter's wishes, she was freaked out. She's like, don't sit in that chair, don't sit in that chair, but I had to sit in the chair. It's there. It's asking me to sit in it. I sat in it, and I hear a bump, 
behind me. I don't know what it was. Uh, I, my daughter heard it too, and that's what she freaked out. I didn't mean to freak my, my daughter, but, uh, you know, she gets scared of this kind of stuff. Yeah, and you always push the envelope with them. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be better people. Um, I, my wife said she felt a few things too. Don't you tell them about that, dear? I don't know. When I walked in the room, my, like, hands wouldn't stop shaking. And it was, I don't, I don't know. I just was weird. It was a weird feeling. It was like a shadow enveloped me. You're supposed to see shadow people walking throughout the prison, but I didn't, I didn't see any of that. I, I don't know what it is. I, f I put my hand on the wall and I felt, I guess you can call it an energy or something like that. That kind of gave me the chills, but maybe it's just a cold wall. I don't know. Well, yeah. And I mean, it was a drafty prison. There definitely were holes in the walls yeah. and the ceiling. I mean, you could, I could go either way with it. It was, I mean, it, it's a prison, right? So like. Even if it's nothing more than that, it just gives off a bad, like, just a bad energy. It's just... Bad mojo. Well, I don't know about mojo. <laughs> but definitely, it's there's a lot of pain and suffering to be had behind those walls, and you can feel it when you walk in. Yeah. Yeah, they have, they offer, like, uh, Halloween overnights if you're, if you're brave enough for that. Uh... After my experience, I don't know if I am. Um, I'm the, definitely not. The rest of my family said no, never. So we will not be going there for Halloween. They also have a really hokey, like I get, it's probably not hokey. It's probably really scary, but um, haunted house that they were tearing down. So we didn't even get to see the whole tour, and we were still so impressed. Like we missed out on solitary. We weren't able to go see like the different wings of the cells we were just the only thing that was open to us was the administrative side the movie sets and then the main cell block i guess the chapel and like but that was all like big buildings it was it was a pretty cool thing it's the ohio state reformatory it the chapel was a lot bigger than i thought it was i don't know what i was expecting i was expecting one of those hospital chapels where it's like a room Three seats. Yeah, three, four seats. It was a whole ass church. Yeah, it was a, in yeah, it was big. Well, they had to fit a lot of prisoners in there. Yeah. They said that when the prisoners came in, when they first started, when it start, first started to become a prison instead of a reformatory, that they would have them declare a religion, and then there were different masses for the different religion. I guess masses. I'm Catholic. I don't know. Different ceremonies, uh, different things, celebrations. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. They had different meetings for different religions, but they didn't care which god you worship. They just wanted you to worship one. Everyone had to. You had to worship one. You had to declare a religion. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about forcing people to declare a religion if they're not a religious type, but. You know, I'm not in charge of a prison. Well, I mean, certainly not like a terrifying prison like that. But there was some really cool stuff in there. And I really appreciated the tour. The architecture was really nice, too. Uh, I think it's, they made it in such a way that, like, okay, I don't know how to explain this. But it was, it, the guy really knew what he was doing. He made He designed it on purpose, so right dead in the center of the prison center up and down and it was like totally symmetrical around. no matter which way you 
folded it in half, it would be a mirror on itself. So, like, diagonal, long, lengthwise, widthwise, it was all symmetrical. It was really neat. And right dead in the center, go ahead, honey. was an X made of uh, light. If you left these uh, four doors open, the X would never move, and it would always be there as long as you it was light shining in the four rooms. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool, and they said that it hadn't shifted very much, like less than an eighth of an inch over however many hundreds of years it's been around. And I can't say enough good things about this tour. Um, is there anything I'm forgetting? Jeez, there was the... Uh, there's other things that we could have taken part in that the kids probably wouldn't have been interested, but if you're uh, a childless... Yeah, they were, yeah, if you don't have kids, definitely get a guided tour. Get a guided tour or go see the prison confes- confessionals. There's a guy who was in there from the 80s. He... Uh, he was he was in there and he will talk about it. It's not like scared straight. He's not going to scream in your face. <laughs> he's just he's just he's going to just talk about this his experience in there. Don't go to prison here while you're on a tour. Um, and behind it is actually Richland Correctional, which we uh, drove by. Uh, against uh. Uh, I I thought better of it, but I was thinking of telling the boys they're going to end up there if they don't start behaving. Oh, I'm glad you didn't tell them that. Uh, well, I'm a good father since once in a while. It's really interesting to see, too, the, the dichotomy of the old reformatory and what they thought people needed to reform themselves into good citizens back in the 1890s versus what they mm, do. Um, you know, it was just so stark compared. Well, it's more punitive now, and there's a personal con- industrial complex and things we just don't want to get into on a spot comedy podcast. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of things. And then from there, we headed down to Cincinnati, the Natty, as they call it. Is that what they call it? I hear some people call it the Natty. Hmm. Some people call it Cincy. I know our friend um, Lewis calls it the Dirty Natty. The Dirty Natty. I don't know if that's a thing or if that's just a Lewis thing. Eh, might be just a Lewis thing. It didn't seem too dirty to me. That was pretty nice. Um, we went to the zoo. That's pretty much all we did while there was going to the zoo. So there's. Um... Nobody wanted to go to Cincinnati. No one wanted to stop there. My daughter wanted to see... She wanted to see, as I to- told you in the last episode of Skim, she wanted to see the Miracle Hippo of Cincinnati... Team Fiona. Fiona. And Fiona got a new stepdaddy. And and uh, we went around a few things. Saw my favorite animal, the Komodo dragon. And it's all its majesty was sleeping. And then when we went and saw the gorillas, they were also sleeping. But like so much like us. Like I, It reminded me of me sleeping when I was looking at that, uh, that troop leader gorilla. Oh my gosh, she was like laying with this dumb mouth open, with snoring. Gosh. He, she needs a CPAP machine like I have. That is 100% you. And, <laughs> and um, uh, for, so when we first got to the, uh, uh, we, we first got to the hippo area to see Fiona, uh, her mother, Bibi, her stepdaddy. Um, Fucka. Tucker. That's what calls it. Yeah. Uh, sword slash that T. And uh, we call him Zoe on the show. Zoe? Zoe. 
His nickname is Zoe. Okay. And my daughter was in tears because there was no hippos out. It was supposed to be too cold for the hippos. We sat there. We cried. We we didn't cry. It was me and uh, hugging. Sorry. I'm so bad at this. Just, <laughs> I don't know where to start. Go that's, ahead. That's we why we got a master editor. <laughs> we didn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay, my, go ahead. my daughter and my wife were crying, and we I was just like, okay, I'm going to find a zoo keeper, and I'm going to tell him it means a lot to us if we get to see uh, Fiona. But, uh, like, she's the miracle hippo. Like, uh, are we kidding? They said like, she wouldn't make it. Every she's here. She's strong. She's alive. She was at the Cincinnati Zoo. Came to see Bibi. Came to see Fiona. Came to see Fiona. And they all have a sad sob story about how far they came and how much their daughter loves the Instagram account and blah, blah, blah. Like, there was no way we were going to get to see her. They weren't going to take us in the behind the scenes pachyderm building or whatever. Oh, I don't know. Uh, If I would have greased the wheels a little bit. How about a nice George Washington for your trouble, sir? Oh, my God. And they would have slapped you in the face. <laughs> well, uh, we're about to leave, and out comes this bigger-than-a-house, uh, big-ass hippo, and it was Tucker. Tucker. Tucker came out when came out swimming and everything like that, shitting in the water. It was majestic. Wow. And he, he didn't poop in the water while we were there. He didn't? I could have sworn he did. That's why I was, like, disgusted by the fish that were eating it. Yeah, that was all you could talk about. Well, no, I was very impressed with Tucker. He's big. Uh, he's bigger than I expected him to be. <laughs> he was, he's big. I mean, how else do you describe him? I mean, he's a freaking tank. He's huge. Gigantic. Uh, but my daughter was ecstatic. She's already seen Fiona... And BB on a prior trip, and it was Tucker she came to see, and she got to see Tucker, and she was so happy. Yeah, it was really, it was heartwarming because she has been having a hard time adjusting. She's the oldest, and she's been having a hard time adjusting to the whole different lifestyle. She's the one who kind of gets it the most, and she's the one who's had to say goodbye and really understand what goodbye means, and... She just wanted this one thing. She just That's why we were standing there sobbing, was because she just wanted to see them, these hippos, before she left the seat she grew up in, and it was really sad. Um, but it worked out. But then he came out. He came out. His little Made it sunlight all crown. Worth it. Yeah, he's got crazy <laughs> teeth, though. If you are um, ever inclined, Google a picture of hippopotamus teeth. They go... Like, horizontal. But, like, the bottom teeth, like, shoot straight out. Oh. Not up and down, like, our teeth. The better to kill you with. Or, like, impale a crocodile. Yeah, did it fight crocodiles a lot? I think so. Well, that was our trip to the Cincinnati Zoo. Yeah, it was definitely, unless you're obsessed with Fiona and you're a 10-year-old. Well, I... I've never seen a Komodo dragon before the Cincinnati Zoo. That was, so was also very, happy with that. very large. The last time we went... It was farther away. It was really far away, like bathing in the sun, doing its summertime thing. But this time, he was inside in his little indoor winter pen and 
he was up close to the glass, and man, he was huge. Yeah, I can see why people don't want to fuck with that thing. I mean, I looked like he could be ridden like a little pony. Well, you look like it also can eat a human being, which it can. <laughs> Hudo was his name. Hudo? Hudo. Hudo the Komodo dragon. Did our daughter teach you that? No, it was on one of the signs. Oh. Um, we were in the... Um, I don't know if you heard her, but we were in the manatee room... And I was like, just standing there, and some guy was like, "Wonder what their names are." And I was like, oh, it's da 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 da, and Slim Shady, and Slim Shady. Everyone turned around. I was like, "How does this little girl know that?" And she points up at a sign that has like all what they their names and what they eat and oh. how much they how old they are. And she's like, you adults are all idiots. <laughs> I hope she didn't say that out loud. No, it just she the look on her it. face. She she just pointed at the sign like it's right there. That's, look around. That's another thing. It's not called the Florida house, but it's the Florida house basically. And it had manatees and all the other but it had some animals in there that's like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to come across this when I go to Florida. Fucking uh, alligators, big ass snakes called. What the hell was that snake called? Mm. It didn't have a, it didn't have a snake like name. It was like, like a, a palmetto snapper or something. Yeah, it's like a that. palmetto uh, scrub or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's palmetto what it was. Scrub, like I, I wouldn't be afraid of a sounds like a bush called a scrub. It's a big ass snake. No, Florida's frightening. No, Florida's frightening. Um, not just because of Ron DeSantis. I was going to say not just because of the ecosystems, but... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to get political. <sighs> but we'll be fine. If Kevin gets eaten, Kevin gets eaten. Yeah, you don't have to bleep out Kevin's name. Kevin's our Boston Terrier. Yep. He's the one making noise in the background right now, not respecting this recording. He's snorfling. <laughs> oh, man, but... Uh... I look forward to more editions of this uh, on the road with the real ODP. Hopefully it can not miss so many episodes. Would you please stop making that disgusting slinking noise? <laughs> it's not me. It's Kevin. I wouldn't tell her to stop making that noise. Ew. <laughs> um, but uh, hopefully I can do them live and tell you about these in person. So Vox can make uh, jokes about me visiting glory holes. And what? yeah. <laughs> Never mind. And uh, that that's it for this edition of On the Road with the Real ODP. Brought to you always by Stays Crunchy and Milk. Now back to Skip. That's, that's what we do, people. We're going to uh, keep motherfucking moving and roll along here. And I'm going to head on over to uh, Reddit. And Reddit, just like the news this week, I don't know, it's challenging to me. I didn't see a lot of shit that got me got me excited. But I'll, <laughs> rattle them off, I'll rattle them off to you and you let me know if any of them speak to you. And if not, hey, no worries. No ectoplasm here. So we head to Reddit. We go to the subreddit. Emma the asshole. We ask the question. Well, we try to answer beforehand. Are these people the fucking asshole? Question the first. Am I the asshole for saying I will never spend Christmas with my in-laws? 
Am I the asshole for moving out, taking all my stuff, and not telling my roommates? Am I the asshole for sitting in the front seat with my friend and telling his girlfriend to sit in the back? (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. Am I the asshole for not paying back a loan I didn't know I had? Keep in mind, this is probably this is a personal loan, not a bank loan. <laughs> and am I the asshole for being mad about my family hiring a private investigator to investigate my girlfriend? Damn. I, I felt like that one could be fake, which is why I pulled it. I was like, that seemed dumb as shit. That seemed like it's gonna be some uh some matlock shit. <laughs> I mean it depends, man. Like I could see some like rich family want to vet like a potential gold digger. I guess yeah, I I do want I do want to hear the um the girlfriend sitting in the back seat one. Then we start with that. Am I the asshole for sitting in the front seat with my friend and telling his girlfriend to sit in the back? Is this person an asshole? Um, no, 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 because I am a tall man and I know what it is to try to stuff my ass in the back seat. It cannot happen. I'm always riding shotgun if I'm not driving the fucking car. Just because I have to. It's just what it is. what I'm built for. We were heading somewhere with my friend and his girlfriend, and I called shotgun and run, to, and, run and run in front of her and took the passenger front seat. Asshole. <laughs> my friend said we're not doing shotguns and the front seat only goes to his girlfriend or his grandma when either of them is present, and that even his mom gives up the front seat out of respect for the girlfriend and their relationship. I said, I don't care about the overdramatic stuff. I'm sitting in the front. He told me I either go to the back or he's not taking me. His car, his rules. His girlfriend stood there silent the whole time, but I could tell she was annoyed. I felt awkward, and when I feel awkward, my brain freezes, and I told his girlfriend to go sit in the back and let the drama go. I sat in the front and told my friend to get in and drive. He told me to get out of the car or find another way to, to get myself to our destination since I had no respect. Am I the asshole? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, like, he tried to put the girlfriend in it. Like, she didn't even do shit. She didn't say shit. So he a double asshole. Oh, shit. I also kind of have a cock block. I mean, you mean nah? At that point, that's your girlfriend. Yeah, you, you can't. They can't block nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you uh, saying consent doesn't exist in relationships? No, I'm saying that that what you are in the relationship ain't nobody stopping y'all 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 from fucking. That's just that's the, you know what I'm saying. You no, can't. It is. It is. It only causes a fight. The only thing that can stop you from fucking is you. If you if and even consent. if he calls even if he causes a fight, y'all can make up and fuck. So all he's done is is is, that's, is, is that's a spooky good ending. <laughs> Big lots. Uh, let's scroll down and see what these streets are saying. Uh, you're the asshole, definitely. You may not care about the overdramatic stuff, but they clearly do, and it's just social etiquette. You should just you should have just respected that instead of being a douche, and it makes and, and 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 a douche about it and making things awkward. Uh, let's see. Is the OP twelve seriously? OP LOL girlfriend go to back seat. OP's friend dude front pasture goes either my grandma or my girlfriend. OP I don't care about the dramatic stuff. I was here first. 
I have a feeling that he didn't run in front of her, but rather he pushed her out of the way <laughs> to get shotgun. OP's real immature. I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Uh, actually, OP does care about the overdramatic stuff, enough to demand the front seat when everybody else is telling them not to. Fair, fair enough. Yeah, I I, I, tr I tried to give him a not an asshole because I thought he explained that I'm a tall guy and I need to ride shotgun because of the reasons. But no, but he didn't never he didn't say none of that. Just a just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what he's just did he's not cock blocked. What he's done now is friend blocked himself. They probably not gonna be cool after this, bro. You probably just stuck a fork in your relationship with this with this dude. They gonna break up, break up with him. He ain't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all heard the other ones. Any of those uh, spark your interest in particular? Um, that one, what, what was the last one again? The PI one, private investigator? Yeah, I mean, that one we kind of had a little little bit of debate about. All right, fair enough. Uh, let's. I'm just going to ask the question. Am I the asshole for being mad about my girlfriend, about my, my family hiring a private investigator to investigate my girlfriend? He, I would think this person is not the asshole for... Uh, for uh, being angry with his family for doing this. That's a real intrusive shit. So, no, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to call my asshole for this. Yeah, I'm going to go no. I guess I got to go yes. Mm. My girlfriend and I moved in together last month, and I'm planning on proposing soon. I introduced her to my family before we moved in together. A few weeks ago, after the introduction, my parents brother, and some other family members sat me down to discuss something serious. Mm. After I told everyone we were going to live together, my parents, uncle, and brother had a private investiga investigation done into on a girlfriend. I'll say up front that 14 years ago, my girlfriend had an admitted gambling problem. It's not a secret. She works with Gamblers Anonymous. She is a sponsor for recovering gambling addicts, and she's posted about gambling addiction online and done many speeches and interviews about it over the years. She's spoken before politicians about it too. Anyone who searches her name, looks at social media, or even talks to her would know. She told me about it the second time we met after our first date because she wanted to be honest. I also want to say that, say though she makes no excuses when she used to gamble, she was self-employed, financially supporting herself and didn't have any kids or people depending on her so she was she only ever used her own money and affect only and affected herself. She didn't affect others financially or borrow or steal from family or friends. She doesn't make excuses, but what ended up getting her to quit was moving in to help her grandfather. And once she was made a co-signer on his bank account and bills, she realized she needed to stop. Since she stopped, she served eight years in the army. She's in the National Guard now. And became a condo owner, and has no debt, and is a great and a great credit score. <laughs> First, firstly, she has was honest with me, and secondly, it was in the past. I'll admit dumb things when I was younger, the same age she was when she gambled. I used to be one of those idiots with a modified car who went to parking lot meetings with other people like me. I used to drive like a, I used to drive like a complete idiot, thinking I was Vin Diesel in the Fast and Furious. It took someone I knew dying in a crash to smarten me up. I think the universe, I thank the universe every day that I never hurt myself or another person. 
I don't think I have room to talk about other people's past considering mine. I was also honest to my girlfriend. My girlfriend isn't mad about the background check, but I am. It was a complete invasion of her privacy. My family knows things about her finances and other things that I consider private. She has no criminal record, tickets or driving record, bankruptcies or debt, and she served honorably with the army and has medals. There was no need to investigate her. The only problem they had is the gambling. I think they're hypocrites to say it's a deal breaker when my own driving record from that time is filled with speeding tickets and I have a sibling in federal prison. I went, off on, I went off on them and left the meeting and I told everyone involved how wrong and creepy they were. My brother has been telling me I overreacted and my girlfriend isn't mad. So now I'm not sure if I'm being sensitive about this and shouldn't be mad. Hmm. <clears throat> well, I kind of feel like... Um, or, what kind of I don't know it's kind of confusing like she was doing shit 14 years ago how old is this lady first <laughs> uh, they, maybe, they she, maybe they, she was in the military because it was like a fucking like punishment school or something I don't know like, did, like this, when the, did, what was it like Sally Jesse Raphael like who can't yeah this shit it, it just sound really suspicious like She's my she's my girlfriend. This shit just sound weird when fourteen years ago she was doing dirt. <laughs> like how old is this? How old are these people? Like, uh, so fourteen years ago she did some shit, right? So yeah. that means they have to be at least in their mid thirties, right? I mean, mathematically speaking, that probably works. Why is you telling your family? Uh, Anything about her past is none of their business. They didn't. They did. They called a private investigator for this. That's the point so, of the story. I'm saying, okay, what? Okay, so, so do they do this for everybody then? Because that so, it just doesn't make sense at all. Like, so like, here we go. Oddly enough, that's, that's it's where it's where you did this. Uh, not the asshole that's absolutely insane. Who does that? And the OP responds, apparently, my family. I didn't expect this. Because nothing like this happened when my older brother or my cousin got married. But my mom said it's because they married the daughters of well-known family friends, so there was no need for it. All my other cousins are teenagers, so they don't need to worry about this yet. But I'm concerned the same thing will happen to them, too. So, they just... So this shit was just out of the blue, like, we gonna drop a dime on this bitch. <laughs> Apparently. It's interesting to me. Uh, I wonder how... Uh, I wonder if his family is well off and how well off they are that they feel like they need to be like she has a past that they think is enough to I don't know have say over this motherfucker's relationship with like maybe uh, it's like a political family and they don't want any skeletons getting easily dug up in the closet political exposure is a thing I, I, I guess I can see that but again this person has right at their life fought for the military. I mean, been in the military. You know what I'm saying? And so forth and so on. They have all the pluses that you need for to 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 kind of beat that back. That's some Hunter Biden shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can try to say that this dude's trash, but it's like it, it ends up looking worse on you for saying somebody who tried to get their life together is shitty. You know what I'm saying? This person has gotten their life together. Is a sponsor for others to help them get their lives together. Was has served in the military. Has a great credit score, enough to buy their own spot. 
I, I'm just like, bruh, your, your family on some nonsense. And no, you're not the asshole. You, you, I, I, as I said at the jump, no, you weren't the asshole. They, they, you, you can. This is definitely something to be like the fuck. But uh, or maybe he's such an asshole. It's like we gotta find out why this lady will even water her son. <laughs> uh, let's see. Not the asshole. This feels wildly classist, and is leaving mm. all sorts of other discriminatory taste in my mouth. If they don't see this as a huge violation of trust slash boundaries, I wouldn't be surprised if they do something similar in the future. The OP responded, it's funny you mentioned classism because my girlfriend is actually actually out earns me and my family and her parents do as well. So they're not well off. I have no idea what my family would even want to violate her privacy like this. I'll definitely be on the lookout for boundary issues in the future. So that answered my own question about if maybe his family got dough and they like, you know, they're trying to keep it tight. But if this if this lady is a uh, shit, like if it, it's like her parents should be looking into his ass. <laughs> that's a wow I uh, no this person's not the asshole clearly in my opinion and uh seems like most of reddit would agree with me though they have not given the official not the asshole stamp on this I'm, I'm trying I'm scrolling it down as I can see somebody say come on man you wildin <laughs> not the asshole your girlfriend is very open about her past so it's not about breaching her privacy it's about your family not trusting your judgment to make your own life's decisions they aren't hurting your girlfriend. She owns her past. They're hurting you by infantilizing you and pressuring you to, I don't know, break up with your completely honest girlfriend. I have no idea what they're trying to get, get you to do. But that's why you're uncomfortable. The whole family needs to back way the hell off. It's not normal for family to hire a private investigator to do a background check on a new girlfriend or fiance. That's over the top and weird as fuck. Now, if they had innocently come across the info or just Googled her out of pure curiosity and told you about it, no harm, no foul. But the pressure is what makes this seem so odd. So, there you go. How weird. Uh, let's see. Uh, and I was talking about uh, how uh, GTA Trilogy came out today digitally, but not physically. And in this investigation, he discovered that Amazon was on some bullshit and wasn't going to send him his copy until like three weeks after the game came out physically. Though the dude was saying, if you wanted it right now, you could own it digitally. And they put San Andreas on a Game Pass, so I downloaded that today. I've never played GTA San Andreas. So I, I did download that. And because I never played it, I won't know what music is missing and won't be sad about music missing, unlike Anthony, who was like, you motherfuckers, you done took my music. I mean, it was a couple songs on there. Um, I, I I understand why it's going off there, but at the same time, I'm still uh, not upset, but like, you know, I'm sure once I start playing, I'll get through it. Um, it was funny. Like, we were talking about the Pointer Sisters in one of our, um, one of our um, chats today. Mm-hmm. And as long as that, um, I didn't know Automatic was a... Um, was even a Pointer Sister song. Because it sounds like it's a dude singing on that song. But that's a whole nother story. Um, and then Michael Jackson um, wanted to be starting something. Yeah. Like, um, that's not going to be on there. But I understand why. Because, like, um, the price today is not the price for tomorrow. <laughs> Yesterday's price is not today's price. Man, Fat Joe Mar- <laughs> Fat Joe's a delight. <laughs> 
So I, 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 I yeah, I, I get that. I understand that. Um, I, uh, because I was technically off today because it was a holiday, I wasn't actually off. I actually did end up working because, you know, they paid me for it. So I was, I was like, let me stack this dough. But I took, I did take some time, got back into Death Loop. I need to finish Death Loop before the next time we record uh, Cadillac on Mars because we want to do a spoiler cast about it. And uh, I need to finish that game. And I just hadn't been, I just hadn't been playing games. We just been super busy. You know what I'm saying? All it's like school stuff and so forth, and uh, just life at high, at a high, high rate of clip. You know what I'm saying? So, but I got back into that today and made some four progression in the game, and I was like. God, I love this game. So stinking much. I think that might be my game of the year. But also, I've been thinking about what's my my, my album of the year. So I went back and uh, started re-listening to uh, the Vince Staples album. Vince Staples is the name of the album, and I'm 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 like I'm really fucking with that too. So I just been thinking I, as as we get toward the end of the year here, I've been going back and just checking out the media of of the year that has me that had me uh, you know excited. Oddly enough, the movies I'm hype about I'm hypest about. Are not out yet. Uh, Spider Man. Uh, Is that uh, still coming out this year? Yeah, it comes out in December, December fourteenth. <laughs> and uh, the new Matrix, the Matrix Resurrections. So hyped for that Matrix movie. And that's coming out this year too. Yeah, December twenty second. Is it a cartoon? So, no, it's a whole new Keanu, Keanu Matrix movie. <clears throat> also available on. That. Uh, also available on HBO Max if you have HBO Max, but I would definitely be seeing that in a the theater. And uh, you I'm going very to excited Columbus? about that. No, it's not that deep. I, I'll go see. I'll go see it uh, at my local. I, I've I've gotten very uh, appreciative of uh, the uh, Regal Cinemas over at uh, Great Northern because nobody seems to know it exists. So I can always go in that movie in theater where we saw Black Panther at, and uh, and comfortably uh, watch a movie from good seats. Good, uh, the real nice staff. Uh, what sucks about them now is they no longer have Coke products, which I like Coke products from the fountain. I don't like, you know, I don't drink them at the crib or nothing like that. But, you know, when I'm out for the fountain, I fuck with Coke products and they have Red Vines instead of Twizzlers. And Red Vines is absolute ass. I seen um, the natural Red Vines that I think they spoke about on um, on Doughboys. Where was I at, uh-huh. though? It was probably at Target. That's the only place I've been lately. Um, and I remember they said those are better. Maybe uh, we'll have to try that on the pay behind the paywall. We we we, we do. Oh have, man, we, we, that'd be dope. How I think we this, this would be a good um i idea for um for we try it. We all bring in something that we like to eat at the movies. Snow caps it is. Fuck that. <laughs> you better not get for big lots. <laughs> my number two, can of beans. This nigga eating beans. <laughs> yeah, I don't um Snow caps are super gross, man. Nonpareils, you don't fucking nonpareils? What are what are those? Snow caps. Just the fancier name of saying it? It's their actual French name, yeah. Non pareil. I'm, I'm, I'm probably pronouncing it. The um, like the ones that those are usually the multicolored ones, right? I think so. No, and, uh, yeah, those are gross, man. Uh, uh-uh. uh, like them fucking little sprinkles on there. Well, but first of all, I know I probably non pareils are a decorative confection in the shape of a t- of tiny balls made with sugar and starch. 
Oh, so the little the sprinkles is the nonpareils. So what's on top of the snow caps? Hmm. That's cool. <laughs> and then they have chocolate ones where they sprinkle them bitches on there. And those are snow caps in this country and something else in other places, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't like I don't like snow caps. Like I don't like the um the feel the mouthfeel of them and um I, I don't know. I I would rather have raisinets and raisinets are like not gross, just not, not a candy I eat at the movies. You know what the problem is raisinets is every now and again you hit one of them raisins that you would never eat out the box. You like you sprinkle some raisins in your hand, you be like, oh that shit that's it, it still got a tail on it. I ain't eating that. <laughs> I like these motherfuckers. Tails. These motherfuckers done dipped it in chocolate. And uh, and and and, and so Chocolate you don't know what you. Yeah, you. Know, I, I just put uh, nonpareils in the chat. So nonpareils are indeed the uh, the chocolate, dark chocolate disc sprinkled with a small candy, candy balls. The name actually refers to the small candy balls, which is from the French word for without equal nonpareil, mm -hmm. nonparallel, no parallel, no non pareil. Yeah, we think I, putting I'm them on dark chocolate. I'm used to seeing them like with all the little funny ass colors on them. <laughs> with the funny ass, fuck them hoes. <laughs> and, and I guess uh, the good people at uh, Nestle is that a Nestle product? Who makes snow caps? Um, I don't know. It's I think probably because doesn't like every candy at the, the movie theater from Nestle almost. I don't know, but I was right. Them hoes is made by Nestle, and I'm kind of impressed that I pulled that out of my hat. <laughs> but you fuck with snow caps, my man. Really? I but only like the theater. Yeah. yeah, like at the theater. Yeah, I never buy I'll be honest. I don't really buy shit at the theater, like, in general. Yeah. But, like, in the past, I have bought snow caps. Right on. So, I get, uh, I mean, not to be giving away the, 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 the information, but, uh. I enjoy Sour Patch Kids in the theater, but oftentimes, depending on the length of the movie and the size of the bag of Sour Patch Kids, that's a bad look because all of a sudden your tongue is burning. You know what I'm saying? He's like, God damn, but too much sour. So I kind of, I've kind of, kind of backed off of that as actually my movie theater snacks. Uh, Reese's Pieces is the shit if they have. Giving it all away for free, literally. To you. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying what's dope. I'm, but, but, but at some point we'll have to come through what we actually fuck with in the theater. So. Uh, let's see. Anything else that I need to tick off the list of things we should we share with the listener? I don't think we have any feedback. Uh, let's see. I'm double checking all the. Oh, you know what? Let me go to the email. The email. The email. What? What? The email. Podcast. You know, you feel free to write to us. Podcast at statesrunchymilk.com. If you are so inclined, no, no emails this week and no voicemails this week. So, sorry about that. No, no, no feedback from the from the from the peanut gallery this week. Oh, I got my phone. How's so, that working out for you so far? It's way big, and so I'm trying to make sure I don't do this, which is put the weight of the phone on my damn pinky, because it's too much goddamn phone to be putting on pinky. I went I went for the big model this this go round, so I'm making a point to force myself to hold it properly. And not fuck up my damn uh, carpal tunnel again by having a, a phone sitting on my pinky, which is the thing we, uh, we as a people seem to, uh, to, to to find ourselves doing more often than uh, we should. Hmm. So if you find yourself resting your phone on your pinky, stop doing that. You're fucking your wrist up. So warning from your boy. 
it has a cool little filming effect where I can, uh, basically I can uh, tap one part of the film while I'm filming it and I can keep it in focus and keep the background kind of bokeh. And then I can tap on the background and, and, and bring it into focus and the front of the, the, the foreground becomes into, into bokeh. So it's, it's fun for kind of shooting some stuff with. I, saw, I shot the, we had, there was a, uh, the kids had a, their Veterans Day uh, band performance today for the, the city I live in uh, uh, Veterans Day program. And uh, I got, I filmed some of that and, uh, and Vanessa said it, it looked pretty cool. So I'm like, cool. I, I feel good about that. So uh, yeah, new phone. <laughs> the one thing <clears throat> I kind of feel like not really stopping me from getting a new phone, but it's making me hesitant is like the the um, the fact that no no phones have expandable memory anymore for the most part. The only phone yeah. that has expandable memory is the um, the last note that came out. And then I kind of don't want to keep Samsung no more because they're not even having Samsung pay anymore. Yeah. Or at least the way they used to do it with that where the the, the magnetic, uh, basically they were spoofing your cart. Yeah. 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 I, I, I hear you there. But yeah, see, you, you, was, you was a Google man off rip, so you would just be heading back to the mothership if you went back to uh, get the Google phone. Yeah, but it doesn't have expandable memory. So. I mean, so you just, you gotta go for the big one. Just get the fucking two fifty six or five twelve, whatever size phone oh, they got. One twenty eight is the biggest one. There, that is absolute. Oh, because they want you to use the cloud. They they can cloud these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Pixel six. That's a real. It's a super fly phone, man. I'm just <laughs> thankful my Note nine is still kicking. I mean, with reality of it, again, we've been locked in the house. <laughs> it's like, it's nothing, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I still use it. I've, I've been fucking. I've been using it the whole time we've been doing this show. True. <laughs> fair, fair enough. This thing's over three years old now, and it's still still kicking. A go flip. A go flip phone is only um, ninety six dollars. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. I'm trying to. Yeah, I think this is the longest I've ever used the same phone. Even the OG, the uh, what phone did you have when I met you? I feel like it was the second Google phone. I had a, a T-Mobile MyTouch 3G or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And that was that was like the second Google phone at that point in time. Like it was like the second. But I bought that off eBay, unlocked, and and I threw it onto like a cheap carrier, like Revel or something like that. So it wasn't even like I bought that brand new. Like that phone was older, but it wasn't older to me. The whole city was behind you. <laughs> they have a 512 gigabyte model, sir. You can take it all the way up to the top. 128, 256, and 512. But not on T-Mobile, though. What the hell? T-Mobile be wild. I just, I finally got, I'm finally on T-Mobile officially. You know what I'm saying? They like, they, I've got with the new phone. I'm off of Sprint. You know. Mm-hmm. But that means I get the sweet features such as uh, spam likely phone calls, which I got my first one today. Scam likely, forgive me, not spam likely. Which oh, I, I get, I, I get potential spam. <laughs> but yeah, that shit unknown scam likely. I'm like, thank you for telling me that. That's so nice of you. <laughs> yeah, they only have um, so far. Um, it, and plus, it's on back order, just like the um, 
Well, you know, it took weeks for this phone to get here. The fact that it shipped, it actually technically shipped early. I mean, but you can buy it directly. From, I mean, I guess if you want to get it from T-Mobile, you wouldn't even say you can get it from T-Mobile because, you know what I'm saying, <clears throat> the, yeah. their payment options work for you so far. But. I'm fine for now until, until the wheels fall. I don't know. I was thinking like, I was thinking, should I just go ahead and try to get another phone before something bad happened to this phone? But knock, knock on um, corkboard. For sure, for sure. I wonder if you have to. Uh, it's, a, it's a particular model that you have to dig up to get it. This has little to do with the show right, at this point. Now we just I'm just talking <laughs> to my friends about uh, about telephones because it's like it's a Pixel, but it's also a Pixel Pro. And I wonder if you, if you like if the if you look at the Pixel Pro is the one they say they have bigger sizes for. Yeah, or do they even have the Pixel Pro? You know, they do have the Pixel Pro, but it's only um, under twenty eight. Maybe um, you gotta wait for the Pixel Pro Pro or the <laughs> Pixel um, Pro Plus because they did have a. I think they had a Pro Plus before. Hmm. Because they they do do some updates usually. Google Google does. You know what I'm saying? It'll they'll drop the phone, be like this that new hotness, and then six months down the line, they'll be like, and hey, we tweak some things. Yeah, so, I remember last time they tweaked some things, but it's like, oh yeah, but this bitch plastic though. <laughs> yeah, that that indeed was the tweak. All right, well, <clears throat> clear my throat here, housekeeping. <laughs> uh, please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Stays Crunchy, and our Twitch channel, Stays Crunchy in Milk, and uh, give us a follow over on Twitter. Uh, skim pot and please retweet us if you see us tweeting some shit if I tweeted something from the show's account I need it to be shared far and wide rarely is it just me discussing something with somebody even though I've been a little more chatty lately because uh, uh, we have we've had people talking to us on the uh, on the on the account so but you know what I'm saying you go to go look at the pin post retweet that bitch if you have not already please and thank you do the same on Instagram too you know what I'm saying go uh, like it I don't know if you can retweet it I guess you can put it in your story I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ask that of you. If you want to, though, feel free. You know what I'm saying. Share that with the people. Be like April. Share it with your spouse. Get them involved. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because then they'll take that shit to their friends, and it just the word spreads. And I fuck with it. Uh, if you want to support the show financially, you got a few bucks to toss away. You can join our Patreon. We're members at the five dollar and above tier. Get extra content each month and early access to new shows. And that and that might be in, it. Might be time for a bit of a reworking of that. We'll we'll see what that uh what that in, entails, but who knows? Maybe we'll uh, figure out a better deal for you to make it a more attractive uh, proposition. You know what I'm saying? Maybe add a new tier, a different tier, and so forth and so on. But we'll figure it out. Uh, there's also merch available. I'm saying all sorts, including uh for if you have this new iPhone Pro 13, iPhone 13 Pro Max, like I have, they now have cases for that over at tpublic.com. Slash user slash stage crunchy and milk all one word. Go get us. Go get yourself a fly little uh, case for your phone with uh, with the brand on the back of it. Tell them T sent you. It's all to the good. Uh, feel free to give us a call 216-264-6311. That's 216-264-6311. We'd certainly love to hear from you. Uh, our missing man this week is the real ODP. He got to go to the shank today. 
I'm sure he'll share that with you and or the patrons at some point in the near future. And that day, Gay put up a good fight. (laughs) (laughs) That's Tatum216. Hello. That's Lunchbox2099. I showed up. And showed up. And I may or may not have pooped in the middle of this episode. (laughs) That is twice now that has happened. Well, all of a sudden, I, 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 I just all of a sudden, just like no day. Twice an episode. <laughs> <laughs> what it but, is is I usually eat before we record, and then whatever's in there gets forced out. You know. I hear you. I see you, and I respect you. I think you need a <laughs> Wally chair. Wally, man, that's a great movie. Uh, oh, me, I am the Internet Terror Seven Thirteen. You've just been podcast too, and I'm certain you loved it. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Some of us will. What happened to you? You used to be beautiful.